How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, a show about fishing random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner. Tim, this is one of the announcements for September. I'm in a new space. New space. Loving it. Loving it. I'm trying. It's going to be more permanent, so I'm going to be able to set this shit up on like tonight where I was like scrambling. So hopefully it's going to be more permanent. I'm looking at some shit. I just bought, uh, literally before we jumped on the podcast, I bought a more permanent fixture um, for the studio. So hopefully that'll be, I don't want to say what it is because I might have to return it if I can't find the right spot. So I don't want to just like, I don't want to just say, so I bought this thing for the studio and then it never shows up because I sure. can't fucking make it work out. <laughs> it's got like the it's got like the weird Chinese dimensions. Like where like I've had that before where I built like buy a shirt from uh-huh. China and it's like three yep. XL and you're like, that might be big, but we'll go for it. And then you get it and it's like you can't even put it on. And it's like it's a child's shirt. And they're like, <laughs> it's a child's three XL. I don't know how they measure their stuff, but you're just like Right. This is three XL where you're from. I thought for sure the way it looked, it was gonna be bigger than what <laughs> I could wear, and it's not even close. It doesn't you, even fit over my head hardly. <laughs> I honestly, I have like a Rick and Morty sweatshirt that I bought, and I think oh yeah, you told me about this the way one, I calculated I it. I think it said five XL, and I was like, that seems crazy, but that's what it's showing. And then when I got it, like that was far too small. Even. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How is this a 5XL? This is like a medium in America. <laughs> this is nuts. So, yeah, I could totally see like getting a fixture and just being like, uh, you know, hopefully, it, you know, it's measured in inches. And then you're like, well, there's, you know, there's no difference there. Or I shouldn't even say measured in inches, just measured in like an actual, you know, right. uh, increment of some sort of inches yeah. or centimeters or millimeters yes. or like anything <laughs> it doesn't just, just say being, extra large <laughs> yeah 5xl and you're like i guess you're like that shit that's fit. what i go with uh, is if your charts are correct five <laughs> that seems crazy but five sure <laughs> but yeah dude it's uh that it looks dope um and uh, I can't wait to be on this, like, have everything updated for both of us. Uh, yeah. But mine is still a work in progress. I don't know if we really touched on it anymore because I know, like, yeah. the, the, you know, six, the goals seven episode episodes. Last episode. Yeah. Okay. Did we touch on it again? Because, like, six, seven episodes ago, I'm just like, sorry about the echo. It'll be better. Oh, it's going to get done this weekend. And then we're still <laughs> sitting with no carpet here because I got to. <laughs> yeah. Now that we, it's not literally supposed to be in the a... last episode, we talked about it. Yeah. Okay. Because it was I, in our I, goals. I, I knew we were talking about the goals and I can't remember if we really got onto the whole studio part, but definitely. We, we made it there. Uh, it's not going to be a hundred out anymore. So now I can go work on the patio because that's step one. Once patio and gutters are done and I can yep. guarantee, you know, ensure that I don't have water leaking into the basement anymore then carpet can come down but just a fun little update even though i didn't catch anything i did go out and throw the kyogre lure oh and yeah the kyogre lure kyogre it's a kyogre but kyogre luger um 
I, I do. I just love it so much. It just makes me happy. Like even if I'm not catching a fish, it's just a fucking Pokemon just whopping through the water. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I love it. (laughs) I love that. Just like there's joy in, in watching it. Yeah. (laughs) It was so dope. Cause I'm, and I'm just like laughing about looking at it. I'm just like, look at that thing, dude. Just like arms open, swimming back towards me. (laughs) <laughs> and I was, I, I don't even know why I just started talking to myself about all of it. I'm just like, it's got its arms out like it's freaking uh, Rose on the Titanic, <laughs> just, <laughs> just arms out. And then I started talking about how it was uh, a, a mixture between both, though. And I'm like, it's arms out like Rose on the Titanic, but he's blue. So I guess it's a little bit of like both of them together because it's like Jack. It's kind of like Jack. (laughs) Towards the end. And I'm just, but then I get to be like Rose and I'm like throwing it and I'm like, come back, come back. And then it does come (laughs) back (laughs) because. This is the whole story you're telling yourself while you're throwing this thing. I'm not catching nothing. I'm just having fun talking about the lure to myself. (laughs) And watching it. Just watching it flop on the top of the Just watching it flop. I'm like, wouldn't it be neat if something hit this? But yeah, I didn't I didn't end up catching anything on it. Um but also um the wind started picking up kind of out of nowhere, but I had Uh committed to throwing just that lure all morning. So it wasn't ideal conditions and the moon phases weren't really lining up. I I seem to have a little bit better uh, luck with those bigger guys when the moon calendar is like lining up and all the conditions are right. And the conditions weren't perfect. It was just the day I got out. So and you but you committed to it, though. Yeah. And plus it was Labor Day weekend. So everything was kind of hectic there was a lot of boat pressure and stuff so i'm not calling it yet but i got out there i threw it i really like it i have no no hesitation on trying again like Mm -hmm. i the lure doesn't look like anything that they would naturally eat so i'm like i don't know if they really want to eat this right but i also see you know, the big lures that are getting tossed out there, some of them don't look like anything they would ever really eat either. Okay. But I'm still like, I think you still we got still hope. had a chance here. I'm still throwing it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. That's that's the update on the goals is I, I was able to actually, you know, check off doing it. Right. But right. catching a fish, you know, we were halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Step you committed one of two to it. complete. Yes. <laughs> Nice. So kick ass, yes. dude. That's awesome. I love to hear it. Okay. Yeah, let's let's jump into fishing news because I got a I got a decent housekeeping uh coming in here. So yeah, let's let's, right. let's do it. Okay. So this didn't one scare me this time. <laughs> you're prepared. You you finally got ready. used to the new uh, yeah. the new stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. so anyways, kicking it off with the fishing news here, we got Matt. Graukut at uh, Petapixel. Now you're kind of Petapixel. That doesn't sound like it has anything to do with fishing. Well, that's because that's a photo site. Um, sure. But it was really, it was a really cool article um, because it's actually about a photo of a fish. Um, and so what it was, uh, 
I got to tell a story. I'm going to get into it and then I'm going to tell a story. Okay. So this is an, he's a nature photographer, obviously. He's a fish. He's a he's an underwater photographer. Um, yeah. And uh, this that's who the article was. So, you know, the link's in the description over on YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, you know, give Matt the give Matt the click. So this fish um, is a spotted hand fish. That's what it's called. Hmm. Isn't that a fucking weird name? Like hand. It has the word hand in the name. Yes, but I that just raises, you know, like what, how, why? Hand. <laughs> because As, that's it's, how it it's gets like around, when, dude. Oh, so it has hands. Okay, because that's it's the, like yeah. one of those things. Like if you just hear the name, right? You're like, does it look like a hand? Okay. Does right. it have hands? <laughs> What is a hand fish? Is it right. something where like it got its weird nickname from like ancient times where people would just be like, well, no, you hand fish. All. Would fish it it's by hand? Fish. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know exactly right? what you're going for here. I know. Fucking weird name. <laughs> right? Yeah. But so, so it's it the spotted hand fish of Tasmania. Like that's where they are. That's where they're from. It's where they live. All of the Tasmanian things are wild. <laughs> wow, dude, Tasmanian <laughs> devil. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's so this this person. It's a really cool photo. That's why I said like, okay, it's yeah. a photo thing. You know, go over, click the link, give them the mm -hmm. give the petapixels there the click because uh, yeah, it's a it, it has they have a couple of photos. They're really cool. Um, the news like why this is kind of a big deal and why I think it's cool other than the fact that this is a weird ass fish. Um, yeah. It's rare to catch okay. these animals, I guess. Like they're just a rare species of fish. Um, they think that there's only about 3,000 left in the wild. And uh, it was cool because the underwater photographer who actually took it. So again, Matt uh, Graukut, he was the one who wrote the article. But okay. the article's about Nicholas Remy, who went specifically to Tasmania to do these dives and try to and get underwater photography and do yeah. underwater photography. Yeah. So it was cool what he did, what, how he found them or like okay. the information that came out of his dive because they're rare. So we don't yeah. know much about them. And mm -hmm. he was just like, they were relatively shadow, shallow, less than 10 meters. So like, you know, 30 ish feet. Yeah. Right. And, the water temperature yeah. was just a little bit over 50 because it was during well, the Tasmanian cold. winter. So it was our summertime yeah. up here. Yeah. That's cold though. Over, yeah, that's cold as shit. Yeah. As like hypothermic type, you fall off a, a board. He was definitely doing that in a wetsuit. Wet so he's, he must so he been, just right? knew what these, is the picture of the fish walking then? Because uh, yeah, he did get him. He did get him kind of in action. Like it's a okay. photo, so it's hard to tell, right? But you can. It does yeah. kind of seem to be a little so bit probably, of motion to it. So he probably identified it in the water, and then he's like, "Oh, we're just gonna follow these little Tasmanian fuckers until they walk out of the water or something." But that's that's <laughs> no, crazy. Too. No, that's the thing is they don't they don't walk out of the water. They're stuck on the bottom, like. They don't swim. Oh, they just walk. I see. So they're on the. They're at the bottom in like yeah, less than thirty feet, fifty degrees, and they're just there. Just they don't swim at all. They just walk around. Yeah, 
I was totally picturing something like a goby and like walking sure. being like it's out of the water, just being like, hey, I'm a hand fish. You know, like <laughs> I was not thinking that it just that's crazy. So it doesn't swim at all. It doesn't swim. That's what it said. That's what the article said. It said they're just stuck well, on the bottom. Gnarly. Yeah. yeah. And so that it was, was not ex- at all what I was thinking. <laughs> right. I know. That's the whole reason why it was yeah. like, okay, this is too fucking crazy. Cool. I'm totally yeah. bringing it to the, right. to the news section. Um, so yeah, we don't know too much about them. So like there's there, that bit of information, you know, shallow, uh, I said it was kind of on a ridge, you know, at 30 feet, that's shallow for the ocean, of course. Um, they said something about a river too. I just ignored that. It may've been bad writing. It may have been weird, you know, translation between the way that they speak down there in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So these fish are stuck on the bottom. There's only like six foot of visibility. So it's, I mean, that's not a small amount, but kind of murky water yeah and uh, what'd you say it was six feet of visibility six feet yeah a little bit dingy yeah. Yeah. not too bad a little dingy though. yeah uh, and so just knowing this information right like kind of dingy 50 degree yeah. temps they're on this uh-huh. ledge hanging out at about mm-hmm. this depth yeah that that's like to me when i was reading the article it's like hey that's information we didn't really understand um, because he took uh, about nine hours in total diving for these fish once he found them. Yeah. Or I should say once he figured out where he suspected they were, it took him nine hours, two or three hours at a time and found seven on one of his mm. longer dives. And so he was kind of able to say like, oh, look, here they are. From a fishing perspective, Tim, if you were to have something like that happen, wouldn't you say you're on them? Hell yeah, dude. For sure. Seven. Well, especially if of a there's like 3,000 right? left in the wild, you found seven. <laughs> right. Like, that's insane. Like, you, I mean, if you think about that from a rarity standpoint, anything. Mm-hmm. If there was somebody that's just like, there's only 3,000 of this baseball card left in the world. Right. And you stumble on a storage unit that has seven, you'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> good point this is insane good point <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty crazy yeah yeah so it was it was cool because not only again from a photographer standpoint they were good photos and you should go see, yeah. you should go check them out hell yeah weird fish learned a lot just Sounds from like this little dude. from this guy's few hour dive trying to get photos you can kind of learn like there's science in that to go yeah hey man you're onto something i think yeah, for sure. So maybe there are more than they think, and they're just not looking in the right spots. Right. Maybe yeah. they're doing what I'm doing, and they're just like waiting on shore. Yeah, they'll walk out eventually. <laughs> 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 I don't know, dude. I don't know anything about them, but they sound really cool. And, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. it's just, you know, it's there's different fish that have been like completely declared extinct before where they're just like, there are no more of these. Yep. And then someone catches one. Right. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh, so not extinct then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's hard. It's hard to get into the water and actually that is going to tie into our topic, which is fish migration and then uh, in the random take, five e- easy questions. 
That's it. That's all you all get. Right. That's all you get. So anyways, um, before we, we jump into housekeeping, it's going to be a little lengthy. Hang in there for this ride, guys. Um, I wanted to bring in the inv- invasive species thing because you know how I'm kind of trying to always push the invasive species and don't do that and all that stuff. Hey, yep. hey, you got to respect the waterways here. So they think these uh, fish are in trouble. They think that the um, the spotted handfish of Tasmania, I, I love to say of Tasmania. So it, it's just of the Tasmania. spotted handfish, but it sounds cool. Can you call them the Tasmanian handfish? Yeah. I like that. I like that too. Of course you can do that. The Tasmanian handfish. That makes it sound so much meaner. <laughs> because you're used to saying Tasmanian devil. Yeah. And then you got like a Bushman saying it. Right. Always in about 30 meters of water. Ran into one of them Tasmanian handfish. And like, <laughs> oh, damn, dude. What was that all about? <laughs> Slap me right across the face. <laughs> right across the face. I said, what are you doing down here? He said, <laughs> he said, <laughs> the, he said that, what the five fingers say to the face. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> he looked right at me and said, hey, mate, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, anyways, the, the thing that is one of the problems with this fish uh, becoming so rare is an in- introduced invasive species. Stop introducing things. Mm. Look up the cane toad so, of Australia. They're, they're, that's the absolutely introduced gone wrong. But it's a yeah. starfish, and it eats the sponges that the handfish lays its eggs in. And so they're losing oh. breeding ground is what that boils down to th- because of this starfish. So who would have yep. known that starfish would have been a problem? I know. You just never know. I know. Think it, think right? nice you never know. For real. Until those, the, until those damn starfish move in. <laughs> That's nuts, dude. I I was it's so crazy to like people just do not think. Like that's why you don't bring invasive species into other spots because you don't know how anything works, you know, right. to just be like, what's the big deal? I'm going to, ha- I'm going to let a starfish go. And then maybe if I'm lucky, I'll see another starfish or that starfish is going to go eat all the baby habitats for this handfish. Like, right. You don't know. I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. Cause I don't know what the hell I'm talking about or what's going on down there. That's why right. I don't take, things from one lake and put them in another lake yep i just go there and try to catch the things that are in the lake already and then if i don't want to keep them i put them back and if right. i want to keep them i keep them and eat them i don't know anybody that's just like you know what i should do is put this bitch in a bucket and then drive to the next lake and let them go you know like i don't what are you people even doing <laughs> i know i don't <laughs> i know i yeah i don't get that either i really i don't understand it either but all right, we're we're getting long, and anyways, yep. Okay, let's move on to housekeeping really quick. Or, well, I say move on to housekeeping really quick, but this is going to be a little bit of a longer housekeeping. Maybe we'll see how it goes. Okay, first okay. things first. I found out that Pandora is shutting down Stitcher. We just got on Stitcher. 
and Pandora at the same time. No surprise, they were linked together, and Pandora is just like oh. Stitcher's gone. I did not know that they were linked. Oh, yeah. So when I got us on Pandora, it mm-hmm. was basically like, do you want to be on Stitcher too? And I was like, sure thing, buddy. And I just clicked a button, basically. And so that was easy. But by the time this podcast comes out, Pandora's already shut it down. So I hope that they're advertising or something. But if you have anybody out there that is a that was on Stitcher, didn't get the memo, whatever the case may be, just let them know, hey, come over to Pandora, go over to Pandora, whatever the case may be. Um, of course, we're on, I don't know, we're on everything that's major, YouTube and iTunes and Spotify and Google. I don't know. We're out there, man. So anyways, share us with a friend. That'd be great. But share this with a friend that yeah. you know is using Stitcher for sure because it's gone. I, From gone. what I can understand, they're not redirecting. They're just shutting down Stitcher. So yeah, yeah, I did, I did know that because there's another podcast that I listened to that had all their back catalog on Stitcher Premium. Oh, and I've, I've never paid for any of that before, but I always thought about maybe I try to go find it, and now right. they're just like, she gone, and I'm like, oh, so what now? And they're right. and they're literally like, and we don't know what that means for the future. Like, oh, we'll be on all the other podcasts you know, platforms. Right. But they haven't said anything about what they're doing with their back catalog. Their back so I, <clears throat> I would assume that they're going to make their own website or throw it out on a Patreon like everybody else. I think it's weird that they're like right. not right. on the Patreon board because that's what everybody does. Like, here's our back catalog. Right. So right. I'm guessing it's funny where they're just like, so we're not sure what we're going to do. And it's like, right. I, I got a feeling I know what's going to happen. <laughs> you just want to text them quick and just like, just go put it on Patreon. Like, it's not a big yeah. deal. But also, I'm like, I don't want to be like the 5,000 person to be like, Patreon, dude. You know, because I'm sure everybody's saying it. Right. And and so on that note, actually, um, Spotify and Patreon just linked up. So you yeah. can get Spotify. Um, so you can use Spotify to get Patreon exclusive feeds. And so... Um, that's sort of the other housekeeping thing is I know that me and Tim have to revamp the Patreon. I think for the better, there's, there's, there's some revamping that we need to do. So that was part of the housekeeping. I had teased before announcements. Hey, look, if you're on YouTube, Josh got a new studio, so it's going to be, there's work to be done, but, uh, you can come check it out and follow that progress. Um, I'll try to put some up on social media. But the other thing there is that, yeah, I think we need to revamp our uh, our Patreon a little bit, start looking at, um, you know, different integrations and other stuff that they've been doing. They've been doing a lot of stuff. That's uh, that's really cool. I want to see if that works out. Also, Tim, you know the, um, the tablet? Remember when we were talking about the PlayStation tablet? I just have yeah. to bring this up in housekeeping. I fucking nailed it, dude. It's coming out. Yeah. It was the Project Q. It's now called the PlayStation Portal. Yes, I saw that. Yep. And it's $199. Yeah. Bam. I told you they had to do $199. I nailed it. I just wanted to break that up quick. I know video games. (laughs) You did nail it. I was really hoping that they were going to be like, it has a standalone option, but it doesn't. Nope. 
I was hoping even... that it would be. I th- I was hoping that it would be more expensive, and that it was a standalone, like capable, right? You know, some sort of. A, I didn't Just know for sure something what it was like. Be. What did we talk about? Um, oh, we talked about like even if it just had the ability to down like back catalog. Like if you could go get old PS1 games or PS2 games, I think is what we yeah. talked about. And, yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, we did talk about like what if it USB'd in and was a was another dual shock that you just had to use the USB cord for. Right. Red up on yeah. it. Never said yeah. anything about that. Like yeah so now it's it's a dope idea but like you can play remotely on your phone correct yeah oh yeah i play on my tablet it's like right you play on your tablet which is a bigger screen by the way (laughs) yeah exactly so that's like if i buy a 500 hundred dollar platform yeah yeah then another 200 i can just remotely yeah i already have a tablet i can just remotely play on the tablet yeah but or your phone looks it looks awesome, but yeah, spending another $200 after I spent $500 just so I can play Dead Space without giving my son fucking irre- irreversible damage. <laughs> right, <It's> right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, that's, I don't know if it's worth $700. I guess we'll just wait till he gets older and I'll just play it way right. down the road. Because who knows what the hell's going on anyways, these damn kids they got amazing graphics and they're just like you guys want to play roblox just be like (laughs) we're so far beyond this what are you guys doing (laughs) i know in minecraft dude it's fucking (laughs) crazy it's so fucking crazy i do not get how all the kids are just like give me the shittiest graphics you can make like we just went backwards yeah i mean i remember it's fucking weird I remember how insane we went when the PS2 and we had the Midnight Club and we're just like, we could see all the oh my God, everything. Just like, look at the road. It's wet. The reflections, it's shiny. And then the kids the are neon like, looks like fuck neon. It looks like neon. This is insane. Yeah, oh my dude. God. We just freaked out. We didn't we even play did. the game. We just drove around and looked at how nice everything looked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these kids are just like, I don't care about reflections. I don't care about anything. Did you see that this game has like over a million games in it? And it's like, yeah, we had emulators back then too. And we weren't that pumped <laughs> on them. We liked the new cool shit. We liked the new really cool good. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was ever just like, oh, there's like a million games in one game. We're all just like, yeah, put all your time and effort into one game and make it dope. Right. I don't know what happened to the world where we reverted to this just shitty graphics and Yeah. And then, not even not even emulators, but like you remember those CD ROMs that you used to get and it's like 211 games for yeah. 9.99. <laughs> yeah. I even remember some of those where you think it's a good deal and then you get them and you're just like this actually sucks. This sucks bad. And for whatever reason that doesn't correlate with them. They're just like, "No, we're going to play this." And they they jump out and they jump back in and they're all, you know, now it's all like drama filled. It's just like social media. They're like, yeah, you're right. you're not my friend on here. You're my friend on here. Like you got to join my game. No, you got to join my game. And it's just yeah. like, it's just some sort of a social aspect of this crazy shitty game now. <laughs> and we were just like, 
we're all coming over to your house and we're turning on that PS2. Right. And we're just going to drool over these graphics. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to drive around this fucking city and just go, yeah. And it is so weird to me to say that. To be like, back in my day, we thought the beautiful <laughs> graphics were awesome. You kids with your blocky... <laughs> with your like blocky it's, bullshit. It's opposite of what Old I think it would calls. be. Back in, yeah, it, it feels like it should have been like, back in my day, the, the graphics were awesome, but it was 2D. Nowadays, you kids with your fucking holograms, you know, but they're, they're they've taken a step backwards. I don't know. Yeah, happened. for real. That's no joke. <laughs> uh, oh, OK. You have touched on you're going to Florida soon. We're going to talk about this as, yes. the, as we wrap up the podcast. I think that's probably sure. We'll see where the conversation goes. But all right. If you go fishing for reds. Yeah going fishing for something if you can figure out how to ship them back ship them to me i will pay for them i will freezer them i will make sure they are good oh really i swear for reals dude no kidding okay like if you can take a red to fedex store and you can i'll venmo you (laughs) you just tell me hey dude it's gonna be like fifty dollars they're gonna overnight to your house you're gonna be home yes here's fifty dollars (laughs) go okay and i'm not just saying for me like yeah for for you for your whoever you're going with right like sure if you don't have a place to keep them but you can like yeah get the dry ice and ship it back to me obviously yeah. i'm gonna take some yeah sure <laughs> i would hope you would expect that but dude mm-hmm. i will f- i will front the bill to get those things and i will be home because i can work from home it's like i will do everything i can to to help right. you get those fish back to minnesota yeah. like for do people eat redfish I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I have to look into it. I I just knew there was a sport fish. I never looked into like which fish people eat down there. Eh, I don't know. We'll figure fish. it out, dude. Maybe I don't even know if we're going for redfish. But if we go deep sea too, oh yeah. If I catch a tuna, dude, not ship it back. <laughs> Let's keep that bitch. Hell uh, yeah. Depending on where you're going to, I hear the sea trout's really good too. So yeah, maybe I'll look into that. Yeah, man. I could probably figure I could probably figure that out before I ever go down there. I wasn't even thinking about it, but I could probably, you know, hit up FedEx and be like, "Is there a FedEx store? Right, How do I ship shit. I would assume right. you can ship shit. Like, I know I am a delivery driver myself. In case anybody doesn't know, and I know that I pick up perishable items, and I don't have uh like a freezer truck you're just you can like yeah. pack it in dry ice yeah and then it lasts for like 72 hours as long as it's right in like a styrofoam container right yeah so, fucking two day at back north dude hell yeah dude and, and i didn't even do everything you can too i don't know how it legal or whatever it is but like do yeah. whatever you can but if you just get the guts out of it to, you know what I mean? Like oh, if you just cool her off, yeah, just, if you just like cut the gills, bleed her out, gut it, it and yeah. send it back whole. Hell yeah. Dude, I'll figure it out. Hell I got a couple yeah. deep freezers even, that I can I find that I have. those guys even know down there if they know, you know? Yeah. If I'm talking to those guys, I go, are these fish people eat? And they go, yeah. And I go, how you ship them? Right. I just be like, you want to ship them? And I just keep cutting them off. How you ship them, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, we're gonna keep that one. Isn't that one? Yeah, housekeeping. Totally in housekeeping. Anyways, back to 
Back to Real Housekeeping. I'm going to whip through these really quick. Thanks, everybody, sharing over on YouTube. Remember, we're now slash at Real AFTV. That's how YouTube works now. YouTube.com slash at Real AFTV. Remember, real like fish and real. We're brought to you by Patreon, but we're going to talk about that later. We'll do the little Patreon ad in between the two. This is an every other week podcast. Remember, we dropped the splits on Wednesday and Friday on our off week. And then, bam, we come back at you on Monday with the big podcast. And those, again, big podcasts every other Monday. Splits only on YouTube Wednesday and Friday of our off yeah. week. Contact page is up, realaf.tv slash contact. What's up, Tim? Big podcast. Josh means the two parts to in as one. Yes. And the housekeeping. Big podcast is the whole thing all together. Yep. Not leaving anything out. The yes. splits are just the sectioned out little, you know, just like we were talking about shipping fish. You get that whole thing with the guts and air thing on, <laughs> on week one on week one come, that's right but when you come back then you get it split out yep. and you don't even get to hear about the ship and fish stuff because no i cut it out um yeah oh yeah contact page is up go to youtube in the comments you, we're we're listening go to social media look us up really ftv remember real like fish and meal and uh you know hit us up give us some feedback oh and you know what last podcast so funny because well there's been a lot going on like how i you know i'm in a new studio now um Mm -hmm. we took our summer breaks which we talked about in uh episode 76 Mm -hmm. and i was like yep we we talked a little bit about the schedule how we stayed on schedule and everything and then i fucked up releasing that episode (laughs) Did, did you? It was, yeah, it was, it didn't come out on Monday. It actually came out on Tuesday because I clicked, I accidentally clicked because the, the scheduler has Sunday yeah. as the first day of the week. And I was tired when I did it. And so I was like, I know it has Sunday as the first oh. day of the week. And I, and Dude, I just clicked too far over. That must've been something that was just going around because there was a couple of podcasts and it happened to them too. It was just like a weird time. Oh, and what the hell? It was, yeah, they were like, uh, but it happened the opposite. Like, Scared to Death podcast is one I listened to. And they're like, we chose, uh, we accidentally clicked AM instead of PM or whichever way it went. So they're <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, so yeah. you're getting it a day early. Right. Enjoy. You know, because they always, I think sure. they clicked AM. Well, maybe they clicked PM. I forget which. Yeah. Technically, I think it'd be 12 AM is what they normally do because they normally release their shit at midnight. Oh, because it's like a spooky podcast. So it's right. like if you want it first, you can come here and listen to it right, right. at midnight. Right at witching hour. Ooh. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so that kind of shit. But yeah. And Interesting. It to them. And then it happened to uh, Kill Tony is another one I listened to where what all of a sudden like I had that available on Monday and that always comes out on Tuesday. So I'm like, well, what's going on? And I was like, did they change the release date? And it was just that one week weird so it was ha- yeah it was happening the, all over the so place. i'm not the know. only one well i feel that makes me no. feel better thanks tim <laughs> yeah yeah weird shit i don't know Everybody, ours was a day everybody. late which doesn't make me feel better but it was just it was weird that it happened like that yeah so anyway this is completely random but since strange. we're talking about when stuff is dropping and stuff and i keep adjusting my shirt i just it reminded me of shane gillis He's got a new stand-up special that just dropped oh. on Netflix. 
and nice. he keeps adjusting his shirt and I noticed it, but I didn't say anything. And my wife was even like watching it with me and she's like, you think you should maybe buy a shirt that's his size so he doesn't have to keep fucking with it the whole time he's up there? And I'm like, that's what I'm doing right now, huh? This is my size shirt. I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing. <laughs> maybe it's just a thing. You get to talk yeah. it on the mic and you just got to. Right. <laughs> but anyways, I absolutely, that stand-up special is great. I listened to it, but I, I'm so happy to see that this cancel culture world is starting to change a little bit, you know, where it's uh-huh. like he got canceled before he even started really. Right. He was supposed to be on SNL, got canceled. And now he's has a Netflix standup special. He yeah. released his first special on YouTube for free. And now he's got a Netflix special. Like that's yeah. just awesome to me that you go from like almost being canceled before you start to now you have a special that's on Netflix. Right. Yeah. So Hell that's yeah. just random, random side note, but it no. makes me have, more faith in this world i hate that people are just like it shouldn't be anywhere no just don't listen to it if you don't like it. right yeah boycott it stop trying to get it shut down yeah there were people that deserved to get canceled harvey weinstein bill cosby Um, yeah horrible they were horrible people that did horrible (laughs) things and there's just no way around that you know like yeah shane jared jared from subway is a good guy though no i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 no those guys that do despicable disgusting real life stuff is one thing i'm talking about the people that just say something that somebody didn't like right and then they're trying to shut people down over that don't right i should it's a good thing that you brought that up because honestly those are the kind where i don't want people to get misconstrued where i'm just like whatever he's not putting shit in your drink you know it's like right that's not right what I, that's not what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah no right but i i get what you're saying is like somebody makes a joke in the 90s that just that it was a different time when people were doing you know different kinds of shock humor and then it gets right. brought up 30 years later and it's just like you, you guys exactly. you gotta yeah. you gotta relax he belongs on snl he was funny or you know whatever the case may be i i forget right. shane's whole situation but the- that's what it was he was gonna be on snl i think he probably worked out for the best because how many people do you know that are on snl that have like legitimate stand-up specials and comedy and stuff now snl kind of fell off there i try to watch it now and i just i didn't even giggle the last time i watched it oh, i was like this is kind of painful that yeah. Sucks. So the sorry, last cast SNL. with like Leslie Jones and shit like that. Those guys. Were they hilarious. were good. Yes. This newest one is just like, I don't know, dude. Some of the Keenan's still on there killing it. Yeah, there are there are funny skits, but there are also some that just fell flat, like pretty hard. <laughs> where where they bombed, pretty you hard. Can, like bombing it hard huh oh you can tell that like the audience isn't even laughing it's just kind of <laughs> silence and then you could tell that when it's like time to go to the commercials and they put the sign on like commercial break or whatever and the whole audience goes like Woo! And they all spaz and like clap because it's the end of the scene and they have right. to go to the next one and that's the only time you that's hear the, the audience. only time they're excited yeah you're like damn dude they didn't get a fucking Ooh. laugh on that one run <laughs> yeah ouch ouchies all right, Tim, let's move in to the fishing topic before we make right. this too long. 
I know. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Sorry. I keep. <laughs> no, I can't it's stop. Fine. <laughs> keep going outside. But it's okay. Um, again, our schedules have been messed up. So it's been a while. But also, um, I've said this before, though. And watch. I don't know how much we're going to really have to talk about on this topic. Like, I don't know sure. how. I don't know if this, there's not a ton load here. But it was. Fine. It was one of those light bulb moments where um, we're starting to get into the season where birds are migrating. Yes. And so you just look up any given moment when you're outside here in Minnesota now and birds are migrating. You just mm-hmm. see them. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder what my migrating birds like do to fish. Cause like, I've always heard that, Oh, this lake is all full of leeches now because the ducks brought them. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. You've never heard that one before, huh? The Judging by your mm. reaction. No, I mean, I guess I could see that, but I haven't heard that. Sure. I've heard I've heard people talking shit about the um uh, the the coots. Right. They don't like the coots. They'll be like fucking coots and I'm like Yeah. What's up with the coots? You know, like, I don't know. I don't have them on my lake. So I just right. don't know what the be. And I've been to lakes where the coots are there, but I don't know. Never really looked into what the deal is. But I, yeah, maybe. I don't know why people have such a big problem or like why there's a general dislike for them other than the fact that like they are, uh, there's large populations of them. So they seem to be able yeah. to have, and I don't know this for a fact, but they seem to be able to have um, more offspring. Than your average duck, than your okay. average waterfowl, um, and nobody eats them because they're they're what everybody calls a mud duck. Like all mm. of the vegetation that they eat is is growing in the muck and the mud, um, and you can see this because coots have like chicken feet; they don't have webbed feet, so they're barely oh. a waterfowl. Even I see. Yeah, so there's it's and almost like a that, stigma sort of around them. In and a way. I suppose that makes everything all dingy, and if they're constantly like rutting up the ground, yeah. Well, and, and they just they don't taste good. So like if you if you hunt birds, you don't yeah you don't like them because they don't taste good. Apparently, I mean I, I've heard they're not horrible, but okay, yeah. But yeah, anyways, I didn't I didn't know much about the. The like leech things, but it seems to make sense. Yeah, but yeah. You so you've heard that people saying that the leeches got yeah, yeah. So nuts. I've 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 heard people say that before that like the oh the migrating birds bring in you know the ducks they just use the ducks oh the ducks brought yeah. the leeches in or something like that. So I tried to huh. do and this might be a future topic I don't know but I couldn't find anything um on the internet where yeah. it was like what do migrating birds do to to fish. You know, like, what is there a correlation there at all? Is there any sort of thing? And that was, so I was just going to kind of bring that to you and just say, mm-hmm. like, do you, do you ever fish anything during migration? Do you see anything different? Because the internet's flat with it. And that's how we, I sure. got to fish migration. Yeah. Is from this original question. Yeah. No, I guess I don't. I don't know. I'm, I guess I've never even really like thought of like trying to correlate the two. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it, 
change as much. No. But I suppose I'm not on a lot of the lakes where I've heard anybody talking about, like, the ducks bringing the leeches. I suppose I could see how that would be, like, if a duck brings a different food source and the leeches fall off, that would... That would make more sense to why some of these fish would actually be like looking for a leech that was swimming around. Like, oh, that one came off of the ducks. You sure. know, like, happy day. I got <laughs> one of these swimming leeches here. <laughs> right, go right. Snatch it up, you know. You don't but, fish a lot of water with a lot. Uh, uh, let me say that again. You don't, you're not fishing too many water, bodies of water that have a lot of migrating birds on it either, are you? Mm, or are you mm, well like ducks ducks and loons but not anything besides that oh okay because those are both migratory you know yeah yeah loons will get up and leave and stuff but the the loons are just eating the bait fish like anything else and and Mm -hmm. they'll stick around for a while and then um the ducks also you know head out but I've never really seen any correlation between the two. I know that the fish migrate, you know, just like the birds do. Right. And that's exactly because of this question. That's exactly how I got on to, to the, the fish migration. It's like, okay, yeah, we're going to talk about fish migration. Sure. But before we go, hey, help fund us over on ReallyFTV. ReallyF.TV slash Patreon. More funds. Maybe we'll do some science and figure out if there is a correlation between migrating birds or not. Huh? Maybe. Hell yeah. Because I can't find anything on the internet. It's like somebody has to just, here's a hypothesis. Let's go fucking try some right. science. Um, but that's how I got onto it, uh, to fish migration. Because I was like, oh, fuck, dude, I didn't even think of that. And uh, big shout out to the U.S. Uh, Fish and Wildlife Surface Service. They actually have... An entire so this is our, our entire topic. All my research is based off of they have a teacher's program, like a, a teacher's pamphlet. On okay. and it's called Fish Need to Move. And so oh, everything yeah. I did research on is literally made for uh I think it said fifth to eighth grade classrooms. So Hell yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, I'm gonna bring you a, a a lesson made for the public school system. <laughs> so nice, get your miscellaneous dude. art supplies, your rulers, your popsicle sticks, your pipe cleaners, your clay, because we're learning today. I got crayons. I got crayons. Yes. <laughs> I learned none of those stuff. I just wanted to say, like this, it it actually had a list of those things on there on the on the teaching plan. And I was like, I'm just going to say it out loud. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. Dude, how ironic is this too? Like, I literally don't even know why I have plans. I just <laughs> right. like it. It's so weird. Pretty, you actually have plans. I'm guessing by the four colors where I have red, yellow, green, and blue. I'm like, these must have been in my pocket from like a restaurant. From a restaurant. To. Yep. <laughs> and then you I, sat down to record and you went, oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, just like. I don't even think about it. They've just been here for a while. It doesn't like even hit me anymore. There's just like random kids shit all over my house. <laughs> so then you're like, grab your stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, look at that. I got crayons. Okay. <laughs> I do. I got crayons. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So anyways, uh, it, it, 
it also has a video. So this plan has a video um, with it. So like it's like a two minute YouTube video that you're supposed to use to like kick this off. And I'm not going to sit here and play it. But um, in the video, they said you look up in the sky and you see migrating birds and you see it all the time. You don't think about fish have to migrate. Fish need to move. Fish are migrating all the time, but out of sight, out of mind. And I was like, damn, damn, I have a fishing podcast and I am exactly <laughs> that. I just did that and then uh, yeah. got caught into it. It's like, good for you, Fish and Wildlife Service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the big point is fish migrate. They typically do it okay. in the fall and the spring as well. Do right. you know, Tim, like, do you know of different, is there a bigger migration in the summer? Like, is there anything that you know about timing? Because everything that I can think of, everything that I saw, it was pretty much spring, spring and fall. Yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty much spring and fall because it's a lot of, it's more so water temperature than it is the time of year. Right. So, yeah. It's just what happens. That's why fish will do their same thing different times of year in different mm. areas. Mm-hmm. Like we were just chatting about in the in Tasmania that their winter is our summer. It's fifty degrees down there when it's heat, you know. So they're right, right. They're doing the same shit that they're we're doing in the spring and the fall and different time frames. So it's all the temperature, right? Because they're 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 cold-blooded their metabolism Mm -hmm. depends on them depends on their surroundings yeah so they're trying to move to the the water temperatures that they feel most comfortable different species like different water temps so it all depends on what species you're going for they all move right and it's really just that it's just that changing of the water temperature so when stuff gets stable is when they're you can establish a pattern a little bit better Right. You know, and it's the, it's the dropping of the temperature in the fall makes them retreat eventually. And it's kind of weird because they just kind of do like a back and forth thing. (laughs) Like a, like bass are what I know best so I can speak on that better. But it's like, we'll start like in spring, spring, they move up into the shallows. They do their spawning thing because the waters are warming up, but also they like, want to feed and stuff so they're moving into where the waters are warm yep and then when the water temperatures start to get hot in summer they'll start moving out into the deeper water and kind of like offshore structures they can find humps and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. but they'll Mm -hmm. also be in like deep weed edges but even during the day like if they want to feed when the water temperature drops a little bit in the morning and they want to come up and try to eat some stuff sometimes they'll They'll move up into the shallows in the morning or they'll stay in the shallows because the weeds <clears throat> give them that comfortable temperature where they want to stay and stuff. But oh, right. for the most part, they're moving up <clears throat> in the in the spring and then they're dropping back out in the summer. And then they're moving back up in the fall when the water temperature starts to drop again a little bit. So yeah. it's like yeah. kind of warm, you know, getting to a comfortable spot in the f- fall and then they'll move back out deep when it hits you know winter months when when it gets too cold to be up shallow right yeah so it's yeah. just a back and forth game it's like right 
in for spring, out for summer, in for fall, out for winter. Yeah. And just keep repeating. Yeah. <clears throat> and I never thought about it until you until <coughs> you started to talk about it and with the um with that that back and forth, that back and forth. It's like, yeah, that's that's exactly what the birds are doing, right? Like yeah, they're dude. called Canadian geese. And so right. they're getting the hell out of there when it's super cold. And yeah. then they're going back when it's yeah nesting weather. Like you can right you can hang out in the tundra in the yep. summer, and you got to get the hell yeah. out of there when it's cold because you you can't you just can't make it. <laughs> There's yeah. no food. Well, it's like yeah, it's like the common loons will fly down south too, and then they sure. come back. We actually had problems with that this year. Oh, really? Where the yeah the loons can't walk for shit. Yeah. So they I just they, learned about that. Yeah, they just swim for the most part. Right. And cuz they came back when it was like starting to warm up and then it got cold again and just stayed cold. Yeah. There was like loons just like not doing well. They couldn't go from like they were just like on land and stuff like that. <laughs> they were like oh, shit, trying really? to fly and like just falling out of the sky. Yeah. Damn. It was too cold to fly and they can't walk so they right. just land on the ground and they just kind of sit there oh no <clears throat> yeah but i think some people have saved them they're big ass birds dude that's a big bird they're so it's weird it's weird yeah they so, scare the shit out of you when they swim underneath your boat you're like whoa what? holy shit yeah i've had it happen a couple of times i had a young one chasing my musky lure once like oh, it no. wasn't eating it it was just like playing like a puppy Oh, it was just kind of like swimming after it. And then after I would like reel it in and lift it up to the boat, uh-huh. it would come up to the surface and it'd be sitting floating and just kind of like looking at me. No way, dude. And I'm just like, what's, what's up with that? And then what's I like cast that? it out and retrieve it again and it'd dive and then it'd follow it back in. It wouldn't hit it again. And then the same thing, I'd lift it up and then it'd like be looking at me. It was Weird. almost like it was trying to learn. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. That and is it, crazy. When it followed it in, because like in the clear water, you see the muskies follow it in. And sure. You, you always get excited. Yep. And when I saw that loon follow it in, like it's it's so wide. They're so much bigger than you think because they're way wider than a fish. Oh, yeah. So when you of see course it, they are. Like, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? But the loon's choosing. Yeah. And then you just get all excited. Loon's chasing my lure. Look at that. Crazy. And you're like, don't eat it, don't eat it. You lift it up and then you cast it out again and he chases it again. You're just like, oh my God, he's just, you're just playing with it. That's sweet. that's so weird. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so the in and out of the fish, the ebb and flow of like where they go. Yeah. I, until, until I started reading this, I didn't think about that, that that is migration. It's a form of migration. And so I looked up yeah. like, okay, what is this? What does migration really mean? Because for me, it's like a, it's a longer distance thing. And so I looked up Webster and it says to pass usually periodically from one region or climate to another for feeding or breeding. So I went, yeah, climate. So it yeah. must be like a decent distance, but then you said the way you said it is just like you know they'll go to the shallows and then they'll go back down and they'll go up to yeah. the shallow and go back down and it's it's steady 
it's a steady thing that happens with the water temperature and it doesn't necessarily have to be super far. This is happening. What you just described is happening in lakes. In fact, we've talked about that a bunch of times right. on the podcast and yeah. I never thought about it as migration, but that's totally yeah. a migration. So like as yeah. a fisherman, you go, oh, I follow migration just like a bird hunter follows migrations. Exactly. Yeah, you just got to figure out where they went to and what, where where they're at and why they're there. Yeah, the the different days and stuff. The, the part that makes it crazier with fish is that like a time of year for birds, you just be like, this is when they go down there to sit in this warm. Mm-hmm. And with fish, they have that opportunity to change it so fast. You know, like birds oh, yeah. literally have to fly, you know, hundreds if not thousands of miles to Uh change the weather like that right and a bass can just be like i'm going to go from the shallows where the sun is beating down and the water temperature is like 65 right now in the fall Mm -hmm. or i'm going to go to the depths where it's like 50 right you know and it's it's a it's a matter of swimming out in certain cases because of how deep the steep steep the drop off the drop is sure could be like i'm swimming out 50 feet right going down 20 right you know it doesn't even take them long to get there right so there is definitely that migration and it's all about finding the fish and you kind of just got to put together what time of year it is and what they're doing and where they're going where they're going you know it's like the best example of that is like when I had the spawn, like when the in the crappie spawn video, if you go to the YouTube channel and you see our crappie spawn video, it's mm-hmm. just like, well, the crappies, they migrate. We've talked about it in the winter too, where I'm trying to figure out like, why are these, you know, uh, ice houses all clustered in not where spot. they would be in the summer and stuff? And it's right. because, well, their migratory pattern of the crappie and stuff are to go over the biggest like the deepest drop because the crappies like to suspend. So these mm-hmm. schools of crappie are literally able to do that migration at a moment's notice of just like, I'm going to drop deeper. I'm going to come up. I'm going, you know, so they're, yeah, they're in the deepest spot of the lake because they have that luxury of just being like, well, we're gonna, we're going to come up today or we're going to go deep, you know, or we're going to move in. We're going to move out like whatever yeah. they want to do. Right. They have the access to everything in that one spot being over the deepest spot of the lake. Yeah. You know, this is it gives them all their, you know, all the different options. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um for but sure. With the with the spawn, with the crappie spawn in the video, um, is those crappies, it's getting to springtime. They're moving mm-hmm. into the pre-spawn, which is like the water's warming up again. They're moving to like a little bit deeper water just off of where they'll move up to. So instead of actually mm-hmm. moving into the shallows where they will be spawning and where the mm-hmm. water is warming up, mm-hmm. they're just off of it where the the water, you know, the 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 fucking I'm, my brain's not working like the break <laughs> line. You know, it goes from yeah. like shallow water to like deep water. They're sure. just off of where it breaks and they're sitting in that deep water just off of the shallow water, like close okay. enough to see where they're at, but they're where they want to be, where it's comfortable, where they can still retreat 
if they want to, but they're just kind of waiting for their moment and then they move up. And literally when we made that video, when, um, not the, the, the crappie spawn video where I'm actually catching crappies and stuff Yeah, was, I think like a week or a week and a half after we filmed the, the live, the live video podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And the live podcast, I had nothing there because the water temperature hadn't rose to where it was at. So uh-huh. the fish had migrated from their winter spots, but they were kind of in that, uh, purgatory, if you will, between, sure. between realms, just get all the deep. <laughs> <with it. laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> so it's just, it's just it. <laughs> yeah. So it's just sitting out there waiting for, you know, it's not in its winter location. And it's not quite in its spring, you know, early spring spawning location. Right. And then the water temperature rose that next week and boom, just like that. When the water temperature rose, those fish knew, Hey, it's time to get down. Time to, yeah. And then, and then they got up in there and did their business. So, <laughs> you know, they, they migrate based off of, um, the different, uh, water temperatures and like the birds, the air temperatures, and then also based off yeah. of, you know, what they got to do. Right. You know, yeah. They'll, Knowing they'll that there's like back. a certain window of time yeah. even for, yeah. for fertility or whatever you want to say that. Yeah. Make yeah. It work. Cause they'll, yeah. Cause the birds will do the same thing where they're just like, Oh, right. we were down there and now, we can feel that the the temperature is turning. Spring's coming. We got to fly back up there and find ourselves a good spot to make a nest. Right, now that it's warming up to to do our thing, you know. So and it's fish totally, do the same thing, right? Like they move up to make their they make lay a nest, eggs. Right? They go, yep. They lay eggs. They yeah. go to their spot. They they make their bed. You know, yeah. it's a different terminology, but it's right. it's very similar shit. Yeah. yeah, a bed versus a nest, right? Like a fish makes a bed. Is that what? You're yeah, doing? yeah. Yep. Okay, and maybe and maybe some of the birds make a bed. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not I'm not. There's some birds that are nest ground nesters, but I think they're just called they yeah. nest on the ground. But it's it's the same concept of what you're saying with a fish. Yeah. So Do let they, me ask the question: when they're when they're in the city. I throw this out there too because I didn't know it ever happened when they're in the city. Sometimes they'll just make a nest wherever they find a good spot because there was a mallard that made a nest like at the behind these two buildings. There's like a two buildings that have like a driveway in between and there's different docks. And mm-hmm. at the bottom of one of the steps, there was like an electrical box and right along the electrical box was just a bunch of like straw and shit that had like blown into that area okay and that mallard just kind of like moved it into a nest and had eggs no at way. the bottom of the steps in the in this industrial park area there's Whoa. nothing around except for concrete and tar except for this pile of shit that had blown into this area yeah that the mallard was just like good a spot as any you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's like hey start halfway man i'm gonna go for it <laughs> What are you gonna do? I'm in the city. Hey, I. This is where I was born and raised. My kids will grow up here. They're gonna be born here. You think I can't just have a couple of little chicklets in the in the back of this? <laughs> Whatever. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So, um, you say that you said that fish could like just you know move and they can they can make their migration fairly quickly where birds. It, you know, it takes time. Almost all birds, it takes quite a while 
because they're flying mm-hmm. a larger distance. But sure. um, what I would define a, and, and even the definition, right, is to move from one region or a climate to another for feeding or breeding. So when the, when the water temp changes, that can happen quickly. Fairly quickly, yeah. like over a couple yeah. of days, we'll say, right? And the yeah. fish can make their move fairly quickly, you know, maybe within right. a couple hours even. Mm-hmm. But to call it a migration, I think is still right, because you correct me if I'm wrong, because this wasn't in this, we'll get into what I saw in this, uh, you know, in this fish and wildlife thing, but isn't it safe to say that they move into like they make a migration and then they're there for a while it's not like they're jumping back and forth between these things like every other day or once a week or some shit like that right yeah i think there's there's certain there's certain times where they can move in and out like you know in the middle of the summer the bass can move up to feed and some of the other ones will do that too where they'll move into the shallows to feed and then they'll move back out so i think it's a little bit different than a bird okay but it's it's still very close to the same like for the most part it is those time of years where they will all move all of them are going to go out deep and then some are going to like if you go fish the the shallows when you're ice fishing and stuff yeah i don't think there's much up there except for like northern or just kind of like roman you know the pike or just kind of roaming up yeah because they're just like they go anywhere. Yeah. They're just trying to find food by sliding around, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think they're just kind of checking stuff out. I don't think you'll find a bass up shallow in the middle of the winter. I think you got to go deep, and that's the only spot you're going to find them. But, you know, the, everything has its ex- exceptions. But, sure. Yeah, it's... But generally I think, speaking, I think, it, is, it, I think, is, it is a migration, right? Like, yeah, here we go. I, so, so I think what, I think what makes it it's definitely the same uh, distinction, but what makes it a little bit crazier and seem like it's not quite the same thing is that their whole ecosystem is within that lake, you know, where their, Mm -hmm. their ecosystem is within this like thousand acre lake. Yeah. So that thousand acres is all they have to play with. That's their whole world. Right. Right. So it just makes it a lot easier for them to, you know, move. It's not as a big of a commitment. Right. Yeah. So they might they might get a wild hair up their ass or think they got to move from point A to point B and just do it one day and then just be like, whoops, and then go back because it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Where the birds have to gotcha. like make a decision. Should I fly thousands of miles today? Right. <laughs> and like, when they get caught in a snowstorm, they just have to hunger down and fucking wait it out. But exactly. for the most part, fish are making that move, hanging out, and then shifting yeah. kind of seasonally, like you said, it, it seems like. Yeah, for sure. They are. They are. Like when oh, you're okay. looking for fish, you're moving into the, you know, there's there's times of years too, like when you're a uh, walleye, for example, like when you're in the summer months, they will move into like a more gradual uh, drop-offs where it's, you know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. adjacent to like steep drop-offs but a lot of times they'll be on the like s- the s- more sloping like it'll it'll start you know 10 11 12 13 and it'll just as it's going it just it's a gradual drop nice off. gradual yeah and then when you get closer to 
the colder months and stuff, they'll be on the steepest drop off you can find where oh, it goes, okay. you know, from shallow to deep. Right. So then just they have that option to just drop off as, you know, like that when they need to. Right. Sure. So I think, I think they do move very similarly. They just literally live in two different worlds. And if the birds had the same, uh, situation it would be the same thing or like you know some of the fish it's the same kind of shit where where depending on where they live or what they do they have to do that like some of the salmon that have to go yeah way the hell upstream right yeah and that's actually where like this um you know this this teaching packet from uh the fish and wildlife service goes um to to sort of drive home their point because yeah. In the end, this fish and wildlife um, packet is about mm-hmm. fish migration and um, how to help it along and how things get oh. in the way. You know how like humans, uh, humans have put up dams and, and, and culverts oh, and stuff yeah. like that. And, yeah. and it's just like, you know, that we don't have to build stuff that way. We can build stuff that keeps the water flowing. And that's mm-hmm. really what the like, that's the end thing about this is like let's teach about like don't forget fish have to move so don't get in their way so much sure um so there there's probably going to be some things here because remember episode 33 we did the steelhead versus trout Mm -hmm. and so in there you know we talked a little bit about this um and there are there so here's i'll just do some vocabulary from the packet (laughs) nice Andromus is a fish that is born in freshwater and then migrates to the ocean to grow into adulthood before migrating back to the freshwater. So that's exactly what you were just talking about, Tim. It's, okay. It's that, like, it's the salmon, right? right. They're yeah. born, then they go through this migration out to the ocean, they grow up mm-hmm. and they come back up. And that shit is the easy stuff to point to, right? That's like the yeah, TV... Right. That's like the popular TV thing. Like that's the eye catching easy thing to talk about. And yeah, that's one hell of a migration because you're literally leaving the ocean to swim up a body of water so far that it turns fresh, gets to the right Right. temperature. And it meets all those criteria that you were already talking about with the lake fish, right? Like they have to get so far up that fresh water that it meets the right criteria for making a bed right for the yeah. eggs to survive you know exactly yeah and so and they take they take so long swimming up too that they they could be uh narrated by like morgan freeman where like i don't think you <laughs> i don't think you, i don't think you could do that in like the freshwater situation right right, right. with the it's too fast. You'd have to have somebody explain it a little bit quicker because Morgan Freeman Like the Micro Machine like, guy from the 90s. Remember him? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just intense. <laughs> oh, they're going to move. You know? <laughs> Not like Morgan Freeman's. It's just like they start in the ocean and they move. You know, that kind of right, shit. Right. I'm not going yeah, to really keep going slow. with it. <laughs> just that, that great. slow, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, You're going to get like, hired man. off of that. Just those that... Three seconds there. Someone's gonna be hitting us, hitting us up on realaf.tv slash contact and saying like, "I need a voiceover guy." We need that guy. Yeah, hit me. I'll do it. Hit me up. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> do it. We can do voice. Yeah. Listen to this mic. This is clear. We're set up for mm-hmm. it. Tim can do voiceovers. Okay. So um, then I got, then I'm going to fuck this word up. Catadramas. Maybe I didn't. Cata, cat, catadramas. Yeah. Catadramas mm-hmm. is a fish Cat-dramas. born in the ocean that returns to fresh water as a juvenile before migrating back to the ocean to spawn. So it's like the reverse of what we just talked about pretty much. Um, apparently the American yeah, eel does weird. that, which we did an episode on too. Totally forgot right. that. So their migration is less about water temperature and more about the age cycle. That's that's weird. I'm sure that Isn't happens it? with the birds too, but where they're just like, yeah, I'm like... I'm a juvie now. I got to swim upstream. And then as soon as just like, <laughs> huh? what do you, it's, I feel like it's an American Ninja Warrior. I got to get all the way there and slap that button before I smash, dude. <laughs> 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 Once I get up there and I hit it, I have proved myself. And then the girls are just like, you are an American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Come back. Fertilize myself. <laughs> I'm ready to have your babies. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the reason why people go on American Ninja Warrior. Exactly. It's all about getting laid. (laughs) (laughs) It's the fastest who gets paid and the fastest who gets laid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the last vocabulary word I got is (laughs) diadromas and this is a a two-way migration clip that shit what's that (laughs) sorry i was like we need a producer to be like clip that shit and then just put those (laughs) clips out and then just be like this week on real af tv it's the fastest who gets paid and the fastest who gets laid people be like this is a fishing podcast what's Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's, I know. Though. I'm with you. <laughs> okay, so the diadromas is a two-way migration term for fish, I guess. So okay. it's just, that's, that's it. <laughs> it's typically mm-hmm. used to describe the cataramus fish migration that I just talked about, where they're born in the ocean and then they return to fresh water before and go back to the ocean. Okay. But it's only... It it it's I believe that it's I the way I sort of read it because the freshwater fish migrate too, right? And that's that's uh diadramas too, where it's just like boop boop, there's there's that back and forth. There's oh, that two sure, yep, yep. Yeah. And so um this is how it it gets more into freshwater um because river fish like the gar we talked a little bit about the gar um in episode 34 if you remember dams yo that's what we talked about like how dams are getting in the way and a lot of this stuff yeah right you know it really overlaps that not what we've talked about so far but the stuff that i'm about to get into is just the river movement like the gar doesn't come up to the twin cities anymore but if you go down to like the Mm. border of iowa you can catch gar mm-hmm. and it's all the locks and dams and shit that they've done right, right. to, you know, whatever movement yeah. and money that comes out of the twin cities with ships. Right. That and was with catfish too, right? I think so. 
Yeah, yep. I think that's what you're talking about in 34. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah, we definitely made a lot of references to it uh, yeah. in that episode. And that's why I said this, yeah. is gonna, this might overlap a little bit if you're new. Welcome. Right. Awesome. Please <laughs> yeah. hear some stuff. But if you've uh, been with the podcast for a minute, you know, this might sound a little bit. But it's it's so similar, just the the fact that you're not starting in the ocean makes it a freshwater migration, right? Because right. these are just they're they're fish that are always in the river and they just mm-hmm. they just swim pretty decent distances. Yeah. Um, up river or down river, whatever, right. you know. They they migrate yeah. throughout the river system. Yep. Yeah, the the definitely the moving water and the rivers and everything. That right. definitely makes a lot more sense of, of how much more they would migrate when they move, you know. So Yeah. Um Yep, and different different times depending on what kind of you know if you're in I'm sure tidal waters have completely different stuff too because I know oh, that the yeah, tides react differently during the different times of year like right uh, even here in Minnesota like our Lake Superior is big enough that in the middle of winter the tides will pull in waves big enough that you can go surf but it only happens in winter. Yeah. So people are putting on wetsuits going up there when the water temperatures are like frigid. If you ever see those pictures of the guys that are serving and they got like just icicle beards, that's people surfing freaking Lake Superior because they're going. And the water's like pretty much cold and like close enough to freezing. Yeah. But the body of water is so big and the water keeps moving that it just doesn't freeze over completely. Right. So, yeah, that's. I'm sure that plays a big role in a lot of different spots too with the the tides and stuff. If your water, your body of water is big enough that the tides affect it, I'm sure that plays a role in everything too. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Crazy stuff. I didn't, I've never really thought about it. Yeah. As far as like the migration patterns go with the different tides and everything, but I'm sure. um, Yeah. If I ever get a chance to really start going and fishing, I mean, this doesn't this make you appreciate what a professional bass fisherman goes through when they're on the different circuits and they have to Dude. go fish tidal waters and all these different stuffs, and uh-huh. they know they uh-huh. need to know the migration of all the fish on all the different bodies of water. Right. You're not dealing with right just a bass is here at this time of year. It's like yeah. you need to know what the bass is doing at this time of year on this body of water and why. Right everything is different and then yeah you know just like i said there's they they fish tidal waters there are there yeah. are fresh bodies of water that are tidal waters because they're big rivers yep and then you have to know what they're doing there too it's and and the points count so when you right. make that angler of the year that means that you consistently put fish in the boat regardless of what body of water you were on right so right. that's a gnarly accomplishment, man. Big time, big time. And yeah, yeah dude, I'm so glad. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, got a little bit of a upper respiratory again thing here from moving and mm. yeah, who knows. Anyways, I'll move I on. I'll it. move past that. But dude, I'm so glad that you brought that up because that is exactly it. Like the, that is, that is exactly like the thing that made me appreciate this as i was studying it it made me go holy shit dude 
this is cool. And this is why I even opened up to you, right? Like opened up with just like, hey, Tim, hit us with some, you know, hit us with some experience right away. Because this is migration. You do have to study it. You do have to learn these patterns. You do have to pay attention if you're trying to put fish in the boat. Even if you're just trying to catch fish, you know, like even if you're just out there doing it for the sport, it doesn't matter. But to be good at this sport, migration is a part of it. Like this is why Real AF TV is, we started it, right? Like we want to learn. It's like you may, you were already doing this stuff, Tim, but now to think about it as migration and frame it like this, like I feel like I do think about the pros differently. I think about the way that you fish differently even, you know, I, I to wrap it in this bubble, to wrap it in this wrapper, this word migration is like, fuck man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That, uh-huh. that's cool. You're studying migration. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You gotta, gotta learn where the fish are moving to. That's yeah. the, you know, step one. Right. Finding the fish. Right. <laughs> you can <Exactly. laughs> there there's a lot to fishing, but if you're if you're fishing the wrong spot, you know, if you're fishing the right spot in the wrong time of year, I guess is a kind of weird way to put it, but no. it's like you could have been catching fish there and just be like, This is the money spot. Not this time of year, buddy. You know, like <laughs> you you could have caught the biggest right. fish you ever caught in that spot. Right. But you fish it in in spring instead of summer no right no chance no it's chance just like the crappies <laughs> the, it's just like the crappies tie on a tie on a bobber and go with the crappie minnow and go up into like four feet of water in those weeds that they're in in the springtime you're not gonna catch shit <laughs> there, there's nothing there right now maybe a small sunfish will come and peck at your your bait, maybe a bass will swim by and eat it. You're, I guarantee you, you're not catching a crappie. Sure. In 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 the lake I'm talking about, maybe some of some of the other lakes it'll work out. Yeah, but, but you're just talking but, about like a clear water situation, and that's like, and that's that, yeah, that's and, a pretty broad stroke. But and that's where that's enough. where it all plays in. Like you know, if you know the lake, the lake that I fish, if you fish certain spots the same time of year, you're not catching dick. Right. So it's like it, it all it all it all differs and it all it all matters on the time of year and the migration and how everything's moving and stuff. Right. And and right. once you learn it on one body of water, you can apply it to other places. Like how we were talking about that, mm-hmm. you know, Tasmania. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that it's their spring or their fall, and yeah. then you can just be like, Okay, so it's not even though it's summer for us, I got to go to my fall patterns and try to look there and right. start there, you know, right. where right. you should be able to put that together as long as it's a lake. But right. If you're dealing with a completely different body of water, then who knows? <laughs> you got to, then you right. got to do your research and try to figure it out. But there's definitely, you know, they call them patterns for a reason. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're trying Migration to patterns, establish like what's it's, happening. It, like, you may not hear migration pattern in fishing a, right. as a regular term, but you yeah. hear it with birds. You just hear patterns. They don't even... Right. That's, they don't throw migration hear, in there, but that's what it, it is. is. It's just a pattern. Yep. It's like these, you know, that fish might have, for whatever reason, they moved up into the docks on that side of the dock into the shadow. That's where they are, you know, yeah. and you catch one fish and you go, 
Oh, okay. And for whatever reason, they all, not all, but a lot of them will do the same thing on the same time on the same day. Uh If you can put it in a similar situation, like that's where you're going to find them. Yeah. One day you might not see anything underneath the dock. The next day you catch a bass underneath a dock and you go, oh, let me try this next dock. And then you catch another bass underneath that dock. And you go, all right, that's two. Yep. Let's see if we can get a third. You get a third and then you're like, boom. We have we a put pattern. together a pattern. Yeah. <clears throat> I forget the saying. I got to find the saying. But it's there. there's an awesome saying. That's something where it's like oh. you catch one fish, you got lucky. Two fish, you know, something else. I can't remember what the second one is. But it's like three fish, that's a pattern. Like nice. Once you get that third one, it's like. Yeah. Now you, you should know find it. We'll see something. if we can meme, meme it on a. Make a meme on it or like make a graphic oh, yeah. out of it or something like that for yeah. Instagram. Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to find it. Yeah. Yeah. So before we before we jump off, I wanna um I wanna talk about the things with where there's a little bit of overlap with the uh episode thirty four on dams. And because I really like how and I, I'm gonna paraphrase it, but I really like how um this learning plan that the Fish and Wildlife Service put out put yeah. this to to kind of like drive home that it's migration you know and 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 fish yeah. got to move fish got to travel um they it, they're like humans humans use roads to migrate that's you know yeah they these roads are often twisty and turny and they go all over the place even if you're on the same road they still move and cross yeah. a lot of different things like lakes and rivers and things like that so you probably don't think about the water that much, but it now has a road over it, through it, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever that particular moment was. And you probably, if you live in an area with water, you know, with rivers and lakes, a lot of rivers and lakes, you yeah. probably don't even really see the culverts because the culverts are the small tubes that they just put under yeah. the road to let the water through. Sure. Um, in Minnesota, they tend to be very noticeable because with our weather, they fluctuate a lot. So you know where they are mm. if you drive over it enough because in the wintertime, it has changed shape. And then the summertime, it has changed shape. And now the yeah. road's like, you know, the road ebb right. and flows literally where the culverts are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, There's just a lump there. Yep. Yep. And you're like, yeah, culvert. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> So, um, there are these tubes in the water, basically, or yeah. these tubes under the road that try to get the water. But the the problem that a lot of these culverts have, they showed in, in this uh, in this plan, is like it's a tube that just lets the water flow through. But now all of a sudden, there's a three foot drop off the other end because the river was going downhill, and all they did oh. was let the river flow through. Yeah. Not thinking about that, there's probably going to be fish trying to go up river. You get what right. I'm saying there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And now they've now they've created like a waterfall scenario where exactly. the fish would literally have to jump up a waterfall to right. keep going. Right. <laughs> yeah. And most fish aren't adapted to that. Uh and so they used um the the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia where they did like a case study to for this specific thing. Yeah. Um, so there's a river called the Blue Brook, and it's pretty fast because it's okay. coming out of the mountains, coming out of the sure, Appalachians yeah. there. 
Picking up speed. <laughs> so the Blue Brook is it's pretty fast. Um, and it does what mountains do with rivers, you know, it goes all over the place. And so the right, road yeah. that goes across this river also goes all over the place, slows down, speeds up, you know, it it just sure. water's gonna do that depending on what's in its way. Um, but right. what this does is it runs down to a valley. It hits the Buffalo River, which is the big one. The B- Buffalo goes out to the Chesapeake. So there you have your connection into the ocean, right? Just to prove its journey from mountain down to ocean. It's a river. hits a bigger river. Then it dumps itself into the ocean. Um, so th- it's got some good brook trout in it. And in the summer... They try to go up to get into that cooler mountain water, that water that's, you know, at the uh, higher elevations, it's just naturally cooler. And they have, sure. yeah, now they have these culverts that are in the way. And it's mm. just like, if you were to cut the culvert through, then these brook trout would go up, you know, they just keep swimming up yeah. because if you cut it through almost like a bridge, creating a bridge out of it, instead of yeah. just making it a pipe that drains the water from up high. Right. You, you're you're doing the the brook trout uh, mm. a favor, and right. I'm saying all that to to just get to the point of the the point of this um learning plan. I'll call it right. The point of this learning plan was to point that out that like there's a good way. And a bad way to make a culvert sometimes. There's a good way and a bad way to interrupt water flow. And, sure. um, you know, this is, an, this is a situation where a brook trout, a tasty fish from what I understand, yes. is, is having trouble reaching um, its, its summertime breeding grounds. And, and you, know, sure. you just drill a hole instead of drill a hole that goes up and downhill instead of just downhill sort of situation, right. you know. And just... You don't see it in the air like birds. And that's kind of like bringing this whole topic right. full circle is it's happening out there. So yeah, you fisher, you an advocate for the fish. Keep your eye out for this sort of stuff. You know, that that's kind yeah. of where all this is going. And I wasn't trying to bring it out there as like a, a public service announcement sort of thing. Sure. But, you know, yeah, we're learning. Right. I mean, it all makes sense. We just think that we're going to be able to make it, you know, you think about the water movement, you don't always think about the animals that you're dealing with. Right. But like when you put it in perspective to uh, a bird, yeah. a bird can fly wherever it wants. We're not fucking with its air, but if we put up big nets, <laughs> right, you right. know, it'd, it'd cause some problems. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's crazy to think about all the different like similarities and how how it's totally the same, just like on a smaller scale for most of the lakes around here. And I never, yep, I didn't really think about it. I know it's a, they say migrate. I've heard migration a whole bunch, and I've never even thought about it. It's right. weird that like we had the the opposite, where you're like, oh, birds migrate, fish migrate. And I'm like, yeah, fish migrate and birds migrate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's like I always knew birds migrate, but I never even like thought about them being the same, you know, one and the same thing or yeah. know, trying to correlate any of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we'll definitely have to. I'll I'll do my do my research when yeah. you know some yeah. some uh, first person out there and try to be like, is anything changing with the birds? I know sometimes the birds can tell you to help you find where the fish are because they'll be feeding on. Yep. Bait. In the ocean, so at least. You, I've yeah. heard that. Yep. But as far as like, does the bird movement have changed anything with the fish movement? Right. I don't know. Who knows? Help fund us by going to patreon.com slash realeftv, yes. which we're going to get into right now. That break. Then we're going to jump over to the random take where we're simply going to talk about five simple questions. That's it. It's going to be so easy, so simple. And uh we're going to we're going to get into that right after the break. So hit it. I got five on it. We gonna ask some questions. Yeah. I got five on it. <laughs> Here we are, patreon.com slash realaftv. That's right, patreon.com slash realaftv. Real like fish and real. We are on Patreon, and we are coming to tell you, and by we, I mean me and Tim, Real AFTV podcast here, yep. coming to you to say we have a Patreon as low as $1 a month, but hey, you could go up to 100 if you really wanted to get crazy with it. It's there. Go over to our website realaf.tv you can find the patreon link right there or go to patreon and look us up real af tv real like fish and real and we have things like for 50 dollars a month we will customize uh what kind of tackle is it tim we have some in the warehouse right now that we haven't actually a, a lure yes lure thank it you is a is a crankbait crankbait yes we will customize a crankbait for you at yes. the $50 tier. Also, Patreon, if you're new to the whole Patreon thing, if you're on a podcast, you're probably not that new to it. But Patreon is is something that you can jump in and out of. Like if you do $50 this month, bam, you get the custom lure. But you don't want to do that for the whole year. You jump down to the $5 a month tier where you're going to get early access content. You can help vote on the random take, uh, yep. one of the random takes for the month. And, uh, you know, we'll keep up with you on Patreon as well. Like a, just a direct Patreon contact. There's communication you do only through Patreon. That's what I'm trying to say. For so sure. if you're new, yep. there's just a little intro to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to clarify that that custom painted lure is a fully custom painted lure, like the pattern and everything. That yes. won't be just something that we have a lure that we just like write really FTV out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for, yeah. for clearing that up because yes, it, it it is a it's a it's a slug for lack of a better word right now, and it will be turned into something. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at the the whole fishing lingo, so maybe Tim, you could evaluate on that a little, or like elaborate on. Yeah, that I mean, it, it's, a, it's it's yeah. Right now, it has no color, and I will give it color. I, there we it go. Will, it will look like a uh, a bait fish imitation 
of some sort it might not be exactly colored it might not be realistic you know some of that stuff out there yeah yeah the different companies work with makes different stuff but it will be a custom painted uh lure lure and it won't look like dog shit (laughs) i not to not to be too full of myself but i'm i'm i have some talent you you have some artistic talent yeah very true Friends, if you know friends and family and stuff like that that got a few bucks to kick our way let them know realaf.tv scroll down a little bit there's the patreon link it'll shoot you right over sign up for a little bit yeah how's it going friends family of the internet welcome back to the real af tv podcast a show about fishing and random takes from land 10,000 lakes if you're coming to this part of the podcast on a friday then not welcome back welcome and also is this how you Welcome. listen to it regularly? Leave a comment. Seriously, I want the feedback. Yeah. Tim. Yep. Five easy questions. Yep. This podcast, this part of the podcast, five minutes yep. long. Lightning round. Right. Ready? Go. Go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm ready. Do it. I I was thinking of like, I'm just like, you know, what are those, what are those weird things that you know about like your family? that you don't usually talk to about friends. I know, I think I know one of them, but you've been, you've, so I'm just, it's like the, it's, there's like goofy things. So anyways, I'll just kick it off. And yeah. this, will, this is going to set okay. the mood. Okay. I, I. Mayo or Miracle Whip? Ooh, bro. I'm doing mayonnaise. You're a mayo guy. I'm a mayo guy, but I, I will use, I like Miracle Whip and the devil egg. I like that tangy oh. zip miracle whip on a deviled egg. It gives a little yeah. bit of sweetness to it, you know. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah, I know because I'm a miracle whip guy. I'm I'm a miracle whip yeah. guy through and through. Me and my daughter, we eat spoons yeah. of miracle whip. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that's not something I like. Sometimes I won't I- eat spoons of mayo. I like mayo, but that's. But <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> no, no. So I pulled out a spoon. And this is how this is how that topic actually started in my head. But I pull out a yeah. spoon to um, instead of using a knife, uh, I was making a wrap. I was making like a breakfast wrap, and so right. I just yeah, I grabbed a spoon to just get that scoop and then and then spread it out yeah. on the wrap real easy. Yeah, she saw it. She goes, "Daddy, I want one of those." I'm like, "Uh, like a spoon full of mayo." Cause I just still call it mayo. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, grab a clean spoon, <laughs> dunk it in the miracle whip jar, hand it to her. Cause she's up on her, uh, like tower thing that gets her up to yeah. the countertop height. Yeah. I hand it to her. She just starts eating it, finishes it, <laughs> hands it back to me, goes more. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> That's kids though. The dude, they're if they got a flavor they like, they don't really care. It's is true. It, this is this is kind of random, but I had a moment where it made me feel good because I smoked some meat over the weekend and I microwaved mm-hmm. some of it for supper. Yep. And I like sliced it thin. It was some pork shoulder, uh, and then I had like I put it on a yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. And my son comes over and he's like, "Can I have a little piece?" And I'm like. Yeah, dude, here, try it. And I hand it to him, and he's like, whoa. He's like, that's good. 
He's like, where did you get that from? And I was like, I made it. He's like, how did you do that? Yeah. I just like takes a lot. It's just time. You just got to take time. (laughs) I think he's like. Low and slow. That's what it told him. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he's, you know, put it together in his head where he's had just meat by itself before. Right. And then when he got this, he's like, look at it. There's so much depth to this flavor. You know? Because I cooked it on a smoker and stuff, so like right, there's right. and there's the dry rub on there and everything. It looks just like it's normal meat, but it does not taste just like your normal meat. So that yeah. was kind of cool. There's yeah. another la- random little side note, but yeah, it's like hell yeah, dude. And to have that. a five year old just be like, ooh, what is that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes. That's good. That's a true critique, you know. Right, they're not right. holding nothing back. Right, be like that pork was tasty, but that shirt is horrendous. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> Daddy makes a good pork, but your shirt sucks. <laughs> like okay, that pork was tasty, but where were you shopping? He is, he's a borderline roast comic too. He's got, <laughs> he just, he just yeah, started. Dude. He just started in preschool. I don't know if he, no, he just meant started kindergarten, it as right? like, or that, yes, just started kindergarten. Yeah. So he's like in real school now. I don't know if he meant it as an insult or if there was something that they were eating that actually made this make sense. But he was telling us about some of the kids and he's like, this one kid, he didn't have, he didn't brush his teeth. So he don't have any teeth now. I was like, like no teeth. And he was like, he doesn't have enough teeth to eat slime. <laughs> and he, that's. <laughs> and I was just, I didn't even want to ask any more questions. This is no. like, I don't know. No. Did you eat slime and he couldn't chew? Or he, he said, right. chew slime. He's like, he didn't have enough teeth to chew slime. I'm just like, dude, that's one of the hardest insults I've ever heard about some of you. Do you don't have enough right. teeth to chew slime? <laughs> That's a schoolyard, like that's some, <laughs> that's some shit. You just like out on the corner kicking it, you know. Like that's your back and forth, <laughs> dissing, cipher. And he didn't, like, he shit. didn't hit us with a, he didn't hit us with a smirk. He didn't hit us with a side look. Just kind of like, huh? He just, he just said it. And I'm he like, was just straight faced. Damn, dude, that was cold. That was cold, dude. That was cold. <laughs> That one, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, dude. This is another another random. This is just, I got to tell you, because yeah. yeah. some of the stuff that they say is so funny. The other day, he's like choking. He's like, <coughs> after he ate something, I'm like, are you okay? You choking? You got, he's just like, I'm good. Okay, okay. He goes, did you choke on some food? He goes, no, I got a little bit of air down my food pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude like oh yeah i hate it when that happens (laughs) i love that oh yeah oh that's so so good (laughs) all right so you're a male person i'm a miracle oh yeah do you make noodle? Because you said you like you like Miracle Whip in a in a deviled egg, and I think there's no better way mm-hmm. than Miracle in a deviled egg for sure. Do yeah. you make 
pasta salad. Like you got to be making pasta salad, tuna oh, salad, yeah. stuff like that in the in yeah. the summertime for sure, right? Then you yeah. use the Miracle Whip. Pasta salad. A lot of times I'm using both. Oh, a hybrid. Yeah, doubling it up. Damn. Because then it, it's like it, it's like mayo by itself doesn't have the sweetness miracle mm-hmm. whip is almost like too much too much okay and you put okay. the two together and it's just kind of like a nice they mingle melody they mingle, and right? i like uh, for me personally i don't like to have it too much either you know what it's you like mean? just it's like to have like a nice little bit of sauce on there you know there's a oh yeah like a light a salad dressing with, almost, right? And yeah, I, don't I had mean a light, job. Like fucking low sodium. I mean light, like right, just like just like it's to... just yeah, exactly. Like coating everything. There was a place I worked at once upon a time that had a cafeteria uh-huh. uh, in the place, and uh-huh. the chef that worked there, the pasta salads that they made, I wanted to just be like, you know, they call it a pasta salad because the it's a salad of pasta. <laughs> like this is like. You got it like it's cereal, like that the the pasta is just floating in your mayo and miracle whip. This is insane. This yeah, it's way too much. Like it's. I mean, I eat spoon like like, not spoons, but like the spoonful of mayo. The mayo, I'll lick the mayo off the knife. I'll take a bite of mayo straight up for sure. Sure. And I'm I'm, when I say mayo, I mean miracle whip, but. And I, I, so I love me a good miracle whipped up tuna, pasta tuna salad. Definitely. Yeah. But to, but like to hear Ooh, that it's like that's, watery and liquidy and swimming in yeah, it. Yeah. Fucking that's gross, a, dude. That's another one too, is uh, like a tuna sandwich is miracle whip. I know oh, some people mix yeah. mayo with the tuna. I like the miracle whip with the tuna. So it all depends on the, on yeah. the food. But when it goes, when it's with like a sandwich, then it's always mayo. I don't miracle whip is fine. Like if I get it, I'm not gonna just be like, oh, I'll get this out of here. But like I prefer right. a mayo. I don't prefer the sweetness when I'm having a sandwich. Right. And I mean some some circumstances change. It depends on what I'm doing, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I have a hot sauce that have like a little tinge of sweet, but it's like it's gotta have that sweet plus the heat. I don't like a sandwich that just has the sweet. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? I got you. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm more of a. It depends, kind of guy. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, think I, I you're think a situational I choice, and I'm, I'm just a like, situational. No. Yeah, I think I'm situational in most, in most answers. I bet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the the other four questions are coming, but I bet I got. It depends if these are multi, <laughs> like a this. This or that. is going to be. It, it depends <laughs> on it depends. every question. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not one of them, but we're going to save that for the end, near the end. Okay. Okay. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say because uh, I totally lost track. And it, so it doesn't matter. We're moving Shit. on. My bad. Past it. On to the next. Coffee. Cream? Yeah. No cream. Because I remember talking one time, you were like, oh, shit, this is like, a third of the intake of my sugar that I'm, you know, supposed yeah. to have for the day or whatever. And if you look at the creamer, like the flavored creamers and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're loaded. So you add sugar cause you're already putting sugar in your coffee. 
And then you put right. the good yummy creamer in it. Well, the reason why it's so tasty is because it has like fucking five pounds of sugar in it again. And yeah. so I feel it's like there was one time sweet. when you were like, man, if I could just go in, I just can black coffee and get out of the gas station and like move on with my route or whatever. Yeah. But am I misinterpreting that? So what is it? What is it? Coffee, no. cream, no cream. So <laughs> it doesn't really, this one's not so much of a depends thing. It's like, I know I should do black coffee because the creamer is not good for me. Yeah. Black coffee tastes like shit. Dude. <laughs> it's it's just hot, bitter water, dude. I, don't, I agree. I agree. I've had dude. like flavored coffee that's a little bit better. I will yep. say when I drink a cold brew, for whatever reason, a cold brew is easier for me, like a flavored cold brew. I do. I've recently found. Yeah, I agree. Have you seen the cold brew concentrates? No. What is this? You can. So, yeah, I didn't really know much about them either, but you can get them there like in the coffee aisle and they'll just be like a little jug. It's like 32 ounce cold brew, cold brew concentrate. Okay. Like Starbucks has them. I've had Starbucks and Black Rifle Coffee now. Okay. And both of them were like a vanilla flavored one. Uh-huh. And it's just a one-to-one mix ratio where it's, if you wanted to drink it, it tastes like shit. I fucked up the first day and I didn't put enough water in. And when you just like, damn, that's bitter as shit. So you definitely got to mix it right. Um, uh-huh. But it's like 32 ounces of concentrated cold brew coffee. Yeah. Where it's okay. I th- I'm assuming that they just brewed it more, like way stronger than stronger it stronger than you're supposed to. And sure. then you just go half and half with water. Mm. So you just use your own water. You know, I'm assuming mm-hmm. if I had bottled water, I can make it taste a little bit better. But I just use the water out the fridge. You know. Yeah. Which is technically filtered already, but I bet the bottled water would make it better. But right. Um. Yeah, 32 ounces is what I've been finding, and then you got. It's 64 ounces of cold brew whenever you, you need right. it. So I'd like come home and just, you know, I'd grab a measuring cup, cup, bloop, cup of water, bloop. Nice. Hit it. Yeah. Some days I just try to drink it straight, but some days the it's still too bitter. So I just yeah. hit it with a little bit of cream or whatever. And I got the yep. the frother. Oh. You know, hit that hit it with that shit real quick. Dude, the frother is just a shit. It stirs everything awesome. I never thought it's about kinda, using it as a stirrer before. I've put it, it on. So that was one of the ways that I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm cream all like, I like my coffee. It's like, it's more like coffee flavored milk than it is coffee. Hell yeah, dude. Cause like if, if, it, if, if, if it had nothing to do with nutrition. Yeah. I'd never touch black coffee you know? <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i agree i 100 percent agree with that um but the frother i never thought about using it as the stir because i've had um one of the ways that i figured out I, I can drink nearly black coffee is i can put like usually i'll put like it's like a third of the amount of sugar in it i'll say that that's my way that's the way i can say it sure so i can put a third of the amount of sugar i normally put in and then I yeah. can froth up the milk and I can pour yeah. that on top. Yeah. And it's almost like um, for me. Oh, so you froth the milk by itself and then you pour the frothed milk onto it? Yeah. And for okay. me, because I'm a porter 
and uh, oh yeah, stout kind of guy. Uh huh. Especially when it's cold, if I put that froth on top, so I I don't do this mm-hmm. often. This is a lot of fucking work. If I put the froth on top and just yeah. a little bit of sugar, you know, and it's cold, yeah, I can do that. That's the closest to black coffee I get because it's like a it's like a porter, like a, especially a nitro one. Like when you get a good Guinness pour, and it's got that all you can see all yeah. that nitrous all that nitro bubble up to the top. You have to yeah. drink the beer through the foam. Yeah. That's the same thing that's happening here. And I don't even drink all the milk, all the foam. I don't mix it in. I just drink the coffee and then there's like milk and foam in the bottom. Okay. So it works. It works like that. I just never thought yeah. about using it as a mixer because that's probably yeah, the shit. Dude. Well, and you can you can like froth up the milk with the coffee. Like when I put... So if I put the cold brew in there yeah. and then I'll put like a splash of cream and a little bit of sugar if I don't have like right now in the fridge I just have half and half cuz I use it for like make like cooking too. Yeah. Yep. I'll just use that instead of like if it calls for cream I'll just use half and half and try to cut yep. some of the calories or whatever but I just have half and half so every once in a while I'm just like I can't just do the black coffee today. So I'll put a little splash of that and I'll yep. hit it with that frother and what was a measured two cups and like a four cup glass is now almost to the top because it's all froth on the top. Yeah, it'll still froth up. I didn't so know then you that. Have like a nice yeah. So then you have like a foam, like it's a beer almost. Like you just poured it and you got that head with yeah, the, yeah. So it's a similar but, thing, but you're just achieving it while it's inside. It, it, yeah, yours is even closer to like a beer simulation. Yeah, dude. Speaking of speaking of beer, real quick, I had. Last weekend, I was going to tell you about it because you're like, it's not quite the same as like the porters and stuff, but I know you like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I tried the Founders uh, Dirty Bastard, oh, which is a Scottish ale. Oh, and it's like not real hoppy. It's kind of on the same lines of like that porter. It's almost like yeah. a hint sweeter, or whatever. Really? It, but it's like 8.5% alcohol. Woo! Yeah. I know it was like awesome. Just get a two beer buzz off of one beer. Like I was right. in the, it was because we're up, you know, it was like a hundred degrees. So it was a little bit heavy of a beer to be drinking on that kind of a day. Right. But you have one and like two beer buzz floating in the lake. Like this nice. is perfect. I'm not drinking beer all day feeling like I'm blowing. Right. I'm just like getting full. One yep. beer and just like two beer buzz on the, on the lily pad just floating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. This is. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. <laughs> Super mellowed out right now. Yeah. I'm just in the water. Yeah. So I would I would <laughs> suggest I I got some other ones I gotta try. This is a topic for a different time, but yeah, I did some research because I'm not a big hops guy. So I right. started looking into like what beers are not as hoppy. And this one's still got some bitterness to it without the hops so it's yeah. kind of in that same realm of like the porters and right yep stuff. because they're bitter yeah. they register high on the bitter scale but they're not but they're not they're not hops bitters which is totally right. different so yeah, the scottish bitter. ale let, let's just keep going with this for a minute it's okay. not it's not an ale that's been aged in a inside a scotch barrel. no not I don't think, no, I don't think this one is. Okay. But I think some of them. Because I hate scotch. uh, 
this Scotch Ale is a dark ruby in color and brewed with seven varieties of imported malts. Whoa. Complex and finished with plenty of hops and hints of smoke and peat. Ah, it says plenty of hops. I don't fucking but you know. Didn't. I searched. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really catch the hoppiness. Like it's literally right. on the list of which ones I should drink if I don't want the hops. I'm sure they're all made with hops. So you can't get yeah, away from like it. Yeah, like this is a thing in beer. Yeah. But you put seven different kinds of malts and it doesn't taste. And it goes away. Um, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it the same. It wasn't like a pale ale, like where you're like, woof, what a Jesus. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I got you. So it was, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It was like $11 for a six pack. So it's like not the cheapest beer out there, but yeah. whatever. That's not it's so not bad. Terrible. I mean, it's like yeah. 10 bucks for anything that's pounders. And right, anything yeah, that's a pounder is like nine ninety nine, and then you only get the, you know, you go get a four pack of sours, and they're like four point four percent, right? Same amount of alcohol, same amount yeah. of liquid, half the amount of alcohol. <laughs> exactly, and you're dealing with you know twelve ninety nine for four beers. And you're like, damn, dude, that's crazy, right? Yeah, those four packs can get crazy expensive. But it's also like eight beers, really, when you look at it. So you're like, that's not so bad. Right, right. You know, I can do the math. I can can justify it. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. (laughs) You only need one. Okay. Fountain pop. Ice? No ice. Uh, It depends on the day. I knew that's what you were going to (laughs) say. Because I'm no ice all the time. So is my wife. Me and my wife, we, we always just share fountain pop. And it's just like, yep. Oh yeah. Just get one because we know we're both. We don't care. Whatever we're drinking, yeah. whatever I'm drinking, she's gonna drink, or you know, vice versa. And we just fill it up. No ice. Yeah. In the fall, for sure. Like if you and if you're trying to, you want you know a decent amount of pop for sure. No ice. Yeah. Because you get so much more pop with no ice. Oh, so much more. And pop. if it and if I don't need it to be like super cold, but like in the summertime. Yeah. Like, especially at like a McDonald's. Because did you know that their their pop is legitimately better than any place else? No way, really. Like, they mix everything. They mix it a little bit different. And wow. they, they use like filter, like they use a different filtration system for the water. Right. Yeah. Like they are, they like are, they stand firm by it and they're proud of it. They're like, our fountain I did Coke not know that. is better than everybody else's fountain Coke. And I've always said it without knowing it. I'm like, really? There's some about a McDonald's fountain pop. I'm like, I, I will get like, you know, whatever I feel like getting at someplace else. But when I go to McDonald's, I'm like, I'm getting that fountain Coke, dude. Something about really? that fountain Coke at McDonald's. Yeah. Holy shit, I dude! Re- I did not yeah. know that. I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I gotta try it now. Like, I gotta go in with yeah. that mindset. I recently learned that. Yeah, they. I think it's something too where they mix the, the syrup concentrate is a little bit more potent there okay because they intend you to have it with ice as well so they're like we make it more potent, oh so, so it then tastes good even when the ice waters it water it down, down it's still good to go yeah yeah yep but i normally drink the whole shit before the ice melts too that's what i'm talking about <laughs> like a hot day if i'm at a place where i can refill it like i don't hesitate i'll down that whole thing and then go refill it and stuff because i don't it's right. not gonna melt it and i can go refill it again you know sure so. sure yeah, but most of the time I don't need. I'm always just like you don't need a second pop, 
Right. I'm just be like, wow, I have to pay for it a second time. You know, it's one of those justified things. <laughs> just like that's, fill it up. That's seriously, that's why, well, we only buy the one pop. And so we always end up with two or, you know, a third one for the road because we'll each drink, you know, we'll have to go back because yeah. we basically each drank a cup. We're cheap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. But I get it. But when we leave, we'll grab one. And that's yeah. the one that is always just like, we don't need that one. We don't get it though. Yeah, we're going to get it. <laughs> I know we don't need it, but it's a good deal. Right. <laughs> one, of, <laughs> exactly. one of those kind of things. You know what, you know what was, bothers me about Fountain Pops what, lately? Is going to, so you go to a restaurant, you know, and it's like a bar restaurant uh, sort of situation. Mm-hmm. So they're always filling it up at the bar. And yeah. you can like fucking taste that the gun is old. Like if the that the gun's oh. dirty or that the gun's not doing yeah. the right mixture of water yeah. to like it's always at a bar restaurant where you get the fucking worst pops. I just yeah. I hate it. It's been bugging me so much lately. Just yeah. I just wanted to air that well, up. Well, I think too there's gotta be I've always thought too there's gotta be like some residue from whatever they hit the last time. Before. Yeah. So yeah. then you're getting like yeah, you're getting is. just a hint of whatever else is in there. So right. you're like right. it tastes a little bit weird, you know? Yeah. The fuck Something's, it's like a little bit of a Dr. Pepper flavor to my Coke. Yeah. 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 I hate it when you can like taste the like tinge of like diet too. Oh just, that so, fucking aspartame not, or whatever artificial yeah, sweetener like, they've used. That's yeah, the there's worst, something not right about this shit. I think you guys did it wrong. Yep. But I can always tell when it's like straight up the wrong thing too. I think sometimes they're just like, is and it'll come out and test yep. it. Yep. Sometimes I'll go for the Coke and it'll just be like, oh, that is diet. Yep. I'm just like, you guys have your, your syrups wrong. Yep. And then they'll just Are be like, really? Backwards. And then they'll come and try it out. But it's like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Trust <laughs> just me. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I. It's funny where they try to be like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. But it's like, no, I... I trust me. I'll tell you. I I want to be like. Well, I'll tell you this. If that's not diet pop, something's real fucked up. Because <laughs> because that tastes right. like shit. I don't like diet pop at all. No, and me if, neither. And if that you're trying to tell me that that's weird, regular Coke immediately. Yeah, if you're trying to tell me that that's regular Cokes, and I don't know what kind of problems you got, but you gotta solve them. This is <laughs> bad. I don't know how you made. Regular Coke tastes like Diet Coke. You could, if you could figure out the other way around, I'll come back every week. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can make a zero calorie pop taste like a real pop. Right, I'll show up. Then, then but I'm there for it. Then I'm there for it. But until then, I will say too, like a Culver's root beer. You ever get Culver's root beer? Only get Culver's root only. beer. <laughs> I think only people get Culver's root beer. That one is a never ice. Oh, that really? Pop, that pop is so goddamn delicious. Oh I don't want God. anything watering it down. I need it to just be what it is. Uh-huh. Don't change it. Yep. Don't water it down one bit. It's perfect the way it is. Oh, that's, my God. That's the, that's the best root beer out there. Absolutely the best. If you ain't from the Midwest and you're going to be rolling through, you need to hit a Culver's and get a root beer. Yeah. Tell them no ice if you're going through drive through and you're just zipping right. through. You got to do it because I am yep. everything you just said. I second that shit. Hell Go to yeah. Culver's. If you're, what you getting? 
root beer. There is yeah. no other pop at Culver's. Mm-mm. If you're listening to this and you're just like, I really like Barks. Like if you haven't had Culver's, you're like, I really like Barks. I yep. really like Mug. You yep. know what I really like? We actually have a restaurant called A&W. We have all that shit too. Culver's <laughs> shuts it down, dude. There's no <laughs> yep. second. It is not even close. Yep. It's, uh-huh. I'm not joking. A&W is okay, but I don't know why they have such a strong reputation where you go there and you get it in the glass mug. The A&W is fine, but it actually tastes kind of close to uh, Culver's Diet Root Beer. Culver's Root Beer oh, is so damn good weird. that their Diet Root Beer tastes like another root beer. People are just like, that's the best root beer. Another regular had. root beer. And wow. just be like, I've never tried the diet. Beer, now I'm just going to try not, it next time. It's not that bad, and it it just has something that's like slightly off from the perfect root beer that is their normal root beer, right? And that's what I feel like. A and W, I have a sip, and I'm like, it's pretty good. But I I would prefer Mug over A and W, and then Barks. Really, most it depends on where you get it because Barks tastes pretty damn good if you get it where it doesn't have caffeine. Barks has caffeine some places. I didn't that's know that Barks have, didn't have caffeine. Yeah, that's why Barks has the slogan, Barks has bite, because it has the caffeine where it's getting you jacked up. But yeah. some places, it doesn't have caffeine. Really? It's Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Some places, it doesn't. I had no idea. And it tastes, it tastes a little bit better when you don't have caffeine in it. Whoa. Yeah, everything had, tastes better. Have we talked about this on the podcast before? I think we have, but just in case anybody doesn't know, all pop tastes better when you remove the caffeine. The regular root beer is caffeine-free. Go find a Pepsi that is caffeine-free, not diet. Just go find just a regular, regular caffeine-free Pepsi. Pepsi, a caffeine-free Mountain Dew. I'm telling you, life-changing shit. They are so goddamn good. Really? It's insane because caffeine is a chemical. You're trying to yeah. mask a chemical. You remove yep. the chemical, and you're yep. like, holy shit. <laughs> But that's when it really kind of sinks in where you're like, this is delicious, but I'm clearly just like drinking syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I started drinking and it's hard to find. I fucking, oh, I hate it. But I started drinking caffeine free, like a decent amount of caffeine free Pepsi because I was drinking way too much regular Pepsi, starting to figure that caffeine level thing out. Sure. It's so good. It's great. Now, I can't tell you right now, and I've been doing this for a few months now. I can't tell you right as we're recording this that I can tell the difference. Yeah. But I bet pull them both out of the fridge, crack it, I could tell the difference. Like side by side, taste test, blind taste test. I bet you I could pick it out. Blind taste test, you would choose the one that's caffeine free for sure. If if you said which one tastes better. Unless you were like in a weird mood where you're just like, this one over here is like really good and sweet but it's almost like too sweet over here's a little bit of a like a bitter twinge to it mm. so i could see on a, on a uh-huh. certain day where you're just like you know because i'm not trying to shit on regular caffeine pepsi either no i think regular caffeine pepsi is great and a coke out of a can yep. does not hold a candle to the coke that you get at mcdonald's the, the mcdonald's but when i'm mixing a drink uh-huh. The Coke at McDonald's is weird when I'm mixing it with whiskey, but the Coke in it a is. can 
mixes okay. with whiskey perfect. Because that was the first thing I thought of is like, weird. I'll go to McDonald's and I'll get a Coke and then I'll drink some of it on the ride home. And when I get home, I'm going to throw some Captain in it just to see. Yeah. And you're saying, don't do that. Captain, I don't do Captain Coke. So it might work if it's like, if you like that sweeterness, the sweetness of it. Uh-huh. But it's almost like the the sweetness of the McDonald's Coke doesn't cut the the like uh, bite of a whiskey. Mm. But if mm-hmm. you did it with Captain, it might work. Okay, I might yeah. try that then. I might, might have to try that too now. Now I, it's science. That's well, right. All sorts of science. I gotta. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do this weekend is I'm gonna get. A McDonald's cup of Coke, put Captain in it, and go stare at some birds. <laughs> try to <laughs> try to be like, what are you, what are you fuckers up to? <laughs> Science. <laughs> Science. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the one that I said. I hope you're not. Depends on the day. Mm. Toilet paper. Ooh. Roll over the front. Roll down the back. Oh, roll over the front. It's got to be. This All one. All day, every day. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say. I hate it. The other way. Like just... That's a monster behavior. You need to change your life. Change your life. What are you doing? <laughs> just like, I don't. I mean, when you. How do you. When you want a little bit of extra. What are you like? Jamming your fingers into the wall. <laughs> you just, just give it a couple of taps, you know, front, 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 you know, whatever you need it for. I know that like I'm paranoid about public restrooms. I'll go, I'll give it a couple of flip, flip, flips, and then I roll it up and then I set the toilet paper on the seat in front of me because yeah. I'm paranoid that any of my stuff is going to touch the seat because I don't know what's <laughs> been there before. So I put down a little padded barrier. So I, I go frip, 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 and I wrap it up into a little yeah. neat space, and then I fold it, and I set it there and make sure that my stuff don't touch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can just bat at it like a cat. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it rolls as one would expect. Yeah. How the fuck do you but make then, the other way work? Nah. The other way, you're you just get too close to the wall. You have to touch the fucking wall now. No. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah, exactly. Batting it like a cat. Or the the other way, you're like scratching it like a DJ. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't understand the other way. Me neither. Isn't it I weird? Guess maybe, it's just like, it's maybe. like, it's like right and left handed. It's just, I mean, you, I was going to, I was going to say like right brain, left brain thing. Yeah. Maybe okay. Yeah, sure. Maybe it's more of, you know, we're, we're both on the, on the creative spectrum of things. Yep. Maybe that's more of like an analytical thing. Oh, that is where weird. They, yeah. I, I don't know for it. sure. I don't know either, but it's weird to think about it that way. Yeah. I got Very a friend who's a CFO. Uh-huh. I should, uh, I should hit him up and be like, "Which way does the toilet paper go?" <laughs> <laughs> just, just be like, I know you're analytical as shit. Which, which way does it go? <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Let me know which way. Where's it going? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's definitely at the front all the time. Yeah, dude. And I've, I've even seen it's I've even weird. seen those like where it's like uh it's a bolt that you can like rotate it. 
Well, where it's like, so you can make everybody happy. You just flip it over. And I'm what? just like, no, nah, you ain't don't even give the over. option. <laughs> what are you doing? There's no reason that you got to flip it. It's no. my way. It just makes sense to do it this way. Why and are you don't... trying to do it? Oh, go, go, go. I mean, are you trying to get like bonus points <laughs> in, in skateboarding? Uh, that would be like hard way or alley-oop is what they call it, where you're right. coming in blind. Right. You you have it this way. You can see the the paper coming just, off the roll. It's you're just trying all to right roll there. the other way. You know, like, yeah. you know which perf line you're going to be ripping at. Like, yes. Yeah. It just makes so much sense. Don't any of you yeah. psychos try to say, oh, I just keep it in the vertical roll thingy and just pull it right out of that vertical yeah. on its side. You're yeah. Psychotic. Crazy, you know. Stop it. You know what else ones I don't like is the ones that have like the sideways hole where it pulls out like a like uh tissues. Oh, where they're where they're giving you only that certain amount. It's just like, what do you? Why do I only get two squares every time? I don't want two. I want more than two squares. Yeah, I require. I want to be able to wrap it up. You know, sometimes I gotta. uh, Just talking about it, I don't want my shit to touch the seat. You give me two squares, and I gotta just like try to stack them on, stack them. You know, right? I just, gotta sit here and f- 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 yeah. What the hell? Like, you never know. You never know what you gotta do. Crazy. You know? That's so weird. I don't. I don't like those things <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Was that gonna... five? No, that's four. But whatever. Oh. I'll still put five in the thumbnail. We'll let it roll with five, <laughs> but we're going to wrap up the podcast because it's getting there. <laughs> All right. Did you have a fifth question? I did. It was just paper or plastic. That's all. Oh, plastic. But like, Easy. Take, take, you know, like what is, paper, what does that mean? It depends. Paper at the liquor store, plastic everywhere else. <laughs> depends on the day. Quick question. Is or done. do you prefer cash or credit card? You know? Paper or yeah. plastic? Shit. Oh, I prefer <laughs> plastic everywhere. Take my, I just, I like the tap. How tap, much is dude, it tap and pay is sick, right? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm not trying to count anything and then you trying to give me some. But sometimes paper money does work out. Like you just give them this much money and then they give you back a number that they shouldn't. You have too much. And then just like. I don't have time to explain to you how you're dumb. I'm just going to take the extra money and walk away now. As you know, the people behind me don't want to wait. Right, I'm doing right. them a favor. There's Sorry, a line here. Fuck. I got, there's a, I got to get out of here. I'm thinking about the crowd as a whole here. I'm thinking about store flow. I'm thinking about movement yeah. here. Sorry. You're dumb. I got to go. <laughs> you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's been a couple of times where too you get the money back and it's wrong and you just go that was great that was great <laughs> what else are you supposed to do about it right? <laughs> right i know that's why it's so funny that's why it's extra funny because there's the truth in it there's so much truth in it. it's just hilarious <laughs> oh shit okay dude uh let's do what we do here with the uh like and subscribe thing what is it 
God, I'm losing my mind right now. Help me like out. Like and subscribe on all the things. We got Twitter and X. It's the that X is Twitter. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <dude>. YouTube. You <laughs> YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and everything. We're everywhere. The podcast is on all your favorite yeah. podcast platforms. Even on Stitcher, as you watch it burn to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) But it's out there. And if you could like and subscribe on all those different places, that would be much appreciated. You have any questions, hit us up. We're always out there helping. You have any comments, Mm -hmm. things you could say. You want to tell us, hey, I like this. Hey, I didn't like this. I thought that your New York accent was offensive. (laughs) whatever big whoop want to fight about it (laughs) (laughs) oh i know there's one thing that i said i was going to talk about in uh in in housekeeping and it was yeah i'm the camera guy i'm the producer and then i proceeded to get some really good shots of a blue herring this week Mm. with no memory card in the fucking camera Damn, dude. (laughs) That sucks. I've been there before.